Hello, welcome to Waiting for Game, a podcast presented by Melee Stats. We have oh, a jam-packed episode today. This is, uh, you know, a revelatory experience that we've all had. Definitely uh, revelations across the board. Just coming back from Genesis 8. I personally got home, uh, I got home yesterday morning. Hmm. And I'm about to leave tomorrow morning for pounds. Um, we've got my good friend and uh, roommate this past week. And we've got Edwin Budding. And we've got, uh, I think this is his fourth time. I, got, I think we have a new entry to the four-timers club. We've got Toph. What is going on, everyone? Hey, what's up? I am Toph. I was definitely not thanking, saying hi to someone in my stream. Uh, dude, good to see all of you guys for the first time, I think. I saw all you guys together this week, and I usually only yeah. see Wheat. Usually. <laughs> yes, um, you do. And uh, <laughs> now I get to see more of you guys. So, But not JD, I guess. Yet. No, he's the man behind the shadows. That's where he's supposed to mm -hmm. say. But yeah, no, mm -hmm. an amazing weekend. Um, I mean, we're going to get into all of it. So there's going to be a lot to talk about. But I just want to say, like, you know. Okay, I'll oh, Sorry about that. Hello. Okay. No, I'm working on my audio setup here. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Apparently you guys are quiet. I got to turn you guys up. Hang on, hang oh, on, hang boy. on. Oh, boy. Okay, go. Okay. But well, uh, go. Go. Thank you, yeah. Um, I... You know, you, you mentioned it. I've been to main stage. I went to obviously mm -hmm. went to Smash World Tour finals because I was working the event. I went to the Smash World Tour regional finals for the North American events. So, like, going to an event post pandemic is not really new to me. I've been to a mm -hmm. few, but I was not prepared. This, it felt like such a different experience. I thought that we were back, right? You know, back. Um, but Genesis really told me that. That was, that was melee. That was fun. That was good and all. I like 2021 land melee. But that was yeah. just like the precursor, right? This is back. It felt so different. It felt so real. Toph, I know you've been to a lot of things in 2021. How did it feel mm -hmm. to go to this? Yeah, definitely in a much more. Uh, definitely, definitely, it's it, it was it was it was a much more. Um, you know, I don't even think there was an entrant cap this time around, right? Even just logistically speaking. Um, it was way, way, way more uh, like the way things used to be. And there's this kind of thought in the back of everyone's mind, of course, that there's other tournaments actually coming up now that aren't invitationals. There's Pound. There is uh, uh, actually a slew of tournaments coming up, Emerald City Low Tide Function, uh, leading up to Summit. So um it definitely feels more legit especially with like mango and zane entering right because they didn't enter riptide uh they didn't really do smash world tour um it it really felt and and, and even looking at the bracket right i think that it's kind of probably pretty inarguable that like the genesis bracket was just a lot more stacked uh than than riptide just in terms of yeah. all the players that were there so it's yeah. like Good one of those back. shows where they're like ah skip the first season go to season yeah. two that's how I feel. 2021 was yeah. fun. It, I, you know, I lived it. It was good. But yep. it just, like, feels like that was kind of a filler before 2022. It just feels so, so real. You know, if you if you look on uh, MeleeStats.co, you might even find an article talking about how this is the, uh, the what, Edwin, it's your favorite tournament you ever attended? Is that what this is? Mm. Yeah. You, you know, so, like, I have, the, you know, I, every major I've gone to always carries a distinct memory with me, right? I, I, I talked about this earlier this week. Um, how something Yingling once told me was, you know, every time I'm gonna, I don't know what, 
I mean, I know what Yingling sounds like. I don't have a good impression of him. But anyways, okay, he was saying... I, I can't do a Yingling impression either. Just do a different impression then. Yeah, he, he was saying that his goal for every tournament attendee for his events is that they go to his event and they have a story of some sort, right? So I kind of was thinking about what Yingling told me and I wanted to apply wow. that to like all the tournaments that I went to in my life, right? Like, what is the story of Royal Flush? Well, the story of Royal Flush was that it's where I met Meet Wheat for the first time, and it was like mm. the first Melee Stats major, right? And it ended in the 15-game Mango Armada Grand Finals. It 14. was awesome, right? So what is the 14, story? Was, uh, 14 games. Mango Armada was 15 at Royal Flush. Uh, I think three. I think it was 3-1 in, uh, what, semis? No, Ooh. I'm pretty sure it was 15 because 14 was a you guys 14 put money was Big on House it. 6. You guys put money on it. But, uh, okay. Um, I'll put money on it. You want to look it up right now? Yeah, I'm down. All right. Let's put, want to put a hundo? No, I don't want to put a hundred. One dollar. Dude, I, I don't some, know if you guys... <laughs> pick somewhere uh, in between one and one hundred. Pick a two-digit yeah, five. number. Five is a really... Five or ten are the solid, the really solid ones. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> for what? I'm down for uh, ten. Edwin's never okay. done this before. Let's do ten. <laughs> yeah, Actually, it was three, two, three, three, two, three, two, three, two. Nah, I don't know about uh, that. Right someone in chat seems to support the Game 15 theory. Mm. And adds that Mango always talks about it. Mm. Although Mango well, might be misremembering. Mango might be misremembering. No, I'm looking at the bracket, like, right now. It could have been misreported. Could have been misreported. Edwin, it, the, it's funny how, you know, the world works, is that uh, sometimes the lies get repeated. Mm. No, I, no, it was 15 no, games. No, the history is written by the victors. I JD, let's heard. let's put it let's let's put it on right now. By the victors. There's no need to put anything on stream. Let's put it on, uh, right on the stream right now. It was 15 games. Someone in chat said Edwin has a gambling problem. Uh, <laughs> that is true. I distinctly remember Jungle Horrifying Guy making, that we're making a bet that it was 15 games and he lost the bet. He, so... he might have been thinking of Big House Six because no, House I, six no, no, it was at Royal Flush. He How would Juggle Guy Royal mix Flush. up a big house with Royal Flush? Juggle Guy runs one of those tournaments. Wait, so more importantly, did, we, did you agree to the bet? Ten, $10. Uh, no. <laughs> if you're going to ask me after it, no, I didn't agree to that. Wait, so, so, so then you acknowledge that you were wrong then? No, I never said that. I still, I never, uh, I never got the bet, but I will continue to believe that I was right. No, you're so wrong, dude. You have to admit it. You, you got owned here. So before we got into this, you were talking about how Royal Flush, you met me. It was both of our birthdays. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, famously, we share a birthday, the two of us, but we also share one with Pokimane, the three legends of Melee. Wow. Uh, probably one of the most important days in Melee history, honestly. But wow. um, you were talking about that event. What did this event mean to you, Edwin? Well, this is the first event that I really felt like. So look, we, we saw a bit of LAN events in 2021. Uh, we, we saw invitationals. We saw bigger tournaments that didn't quite get like the same uh, kind of a, you know, it, 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 they weren't like a gen Genesis caliber event, right? If it was an open event. So it had been like, what, two years since the first Genesis, since Genesis 7. Uh, going into this one, um, it really felt like the first time we had seen this whole, like this pandemic generation of scene contributors and leaders, like all meeting each other for the first time in like official capacities, right? Like doing things for the scene. I, I feel like for a lot of my time early in the scene, you know, like obviously I felt part of the scene and everything, but I felt like I was joining something that was already established. Like the work had been set, the work had been laid by other people before us. So like, it was, you know, everyone was part of the scene, but it, it never felt like, um, 
you know, like the old guard was there, right? Like they had kind of done everything, right? Whereas like- so You feel this like this time, time you were a contributor. I felt like this time, not just me, but like, mm -hmm. you know, I my friends made, you know, so, so many of my friends and people I knew made Top 64 who came up in the current era. So many, uh, you know- We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so sorry about that. We'll bring it back. Talk about Seal. Yeah, we're obviously <laughs> talking about Seal here. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I talked to Seal. Yeah. 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 Seal also had a. Yeah, his run was crazy. He, um, but, but anyway, so it's like you see people like Nathan and Jade, like running, like, like running a ton of stuff True. at the event. You, you see card the top, during production, card know. during production. You see the top four, it's all people coming, coming up in like the post 20, like 2014 and beyond era. It was, you know, for, for a lot of us, it's the first time, like, not only are we in like a notable capacity, but it's the first time that like we're even like in a major top eight. Usually, when Mango's not there, it kind of like sours the event a little bit, right? But this time, like yeah, it's no like one all, cared. Yeah, all the energy yeah. just went to JMook, and like for yeah. even IBW to an extent, like if you watch his Fox play, I actually like kept thinking they were cheering for Mango. They would the, the way they were chanting JMook, it actually sounded like they were chanting Mango. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was yeah. just. It was so special. It really felt like the start of like, you know, Melee was like this in the past. But mm -hmm. Now we're in 2022 Melee. The gameplay is the highest it's ever been. These are the people uh, on top of the scene in all these different capacities. Like, this is the new generation of like, or and, and like, obviously, you know, the old generation is, is still there help, helping everyone else, you know, guiding everyone. Obviously, there's still like old players at the top. Who knows? Right. Maybe, maybe Mango wins pound, but, but, but like, Maybe the way that it really feels like the beginning of a completely different era of melee, and I'm so excited for it because it has been too damn long that we've like seen melee in the community and the people on top. And like one sense, we've been rooting for the same players. We've been rooting against mm. the same players for so mm. long, and now mm. we 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 have something that's so unique. And the game <clears throat> is so fast now, Toph. It's so oh. it's just like. It's beautiful it's melee. <laughs> it's, it's not. Edwin, this this and, begs the question. Yeah, uh, is the era of five gods finally over? Hasn't it been over for years? Yeah, I mean, how, how could it not be? The three of them aren't around anymore. I the think the era of the five gods beat. officially ended when um when Plup won Genesis uh, six. I think that was when, when it was like what about it was when like now we have left. Yeah, yeah, but with Leppin, it was like still That's like, you I, know, I, I guess, yeah, yeah. And then with Club, it's like, okay, there's too many of these fuckers now that, you know. <laughs> I, I think that's when it ended, Genesis 6. Or th at least that's when it like, everyone has to agree that it ended. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, I never told you like my troll video idea. So, mm. I had this uh, idea and I ran it by, uh, I ran by Andy. Genesis 5 chat. You guys are all tripping. Melee says, do you want to back me up? My chat is yelling at me that no, Plup won Genesis 5, but they're idiots. No, you want to, do you want to put $10 on it? I'm $10 we'll in the hole right now. Yeah, we'll put $10 five. on Plup. Well, Plup won Genesis 5, Hbox won Genesis one, two, three. Do you want to, do you you want to put 11? I want to, I want to try to get in the black on this one. Oh, so am I thinking that it was 2016? Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm the idiot. I was thinking Genesis was like Big House, where the number of the year. No, 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 no. Right. Oh, fuck. Okay. You in that case, just pay Edwin. No, I got to pay my chat. My debts are erased. Pay Edwin. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, the, obviously the era of the five guys is, is, is over and everything, but, uh, it, it really felt like an insane experience just watching it. And I, I'm watching this and I'm truly believing that the two best players in the world are very possibly people who started in like 2015, right? Um, watching Zane and IBW play was just this experience of like, I was talking to IBW after, uh, at the after party 
um, where I, I mentioned him. I said, <laughs> first off, it was like fucking Minesweeper trying to like tell him he did great while also be like a tournament he lost. But um, he was in a great mood. He was he was, thought it was amazing. And I told him, I was like, so often the best sets that we think of are usually mm. sets where it's bad, mm. melee, right? That's like what we love to see. Right? Uh, we, we did the fucking uh, best sets of all time. And, uh, like, usually what happened is it's just, you, like... You know why that is, by the way? I have a theory about that. Yeah, give me a theory. It is just way more likely... Because, so, we, we we like sets that are close. Yeah. And for a set yeah. to be close and go to game five, it's just way more likely that both players are playing average versus yeah. both players are playing 10 out of 10. It's just very rare that both players are literally playing god tier. You know? Yeah, it's a, it's a hard dice to roll to have two players playing at their top. But right, I, I, right. like Because you have to... What, yeah. Dude, that's what Zane IBW looked like to me. Because think about it. Because think about it. Even in I love that you bring up dice. Because if you roll two dice, you know what I'm saying? What are the one, odds? One, one might be a six. But the other one might be like a three. And then you get like a fucking blow up. You know what I'm saying? So do we love snake eye sets? <laughs> What's a snake eye set? <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris Best versus Net1234. Yeah, that's right? a snake eye set. We mentioned the same thing. That is a snake eye yeah. set. Yeah, I guess one is like a set. Yeah. But I anyway. Guess, yeah, that's better. <laughs> No, but that that set was legitimately every single thing that happened. I, I clapped at like every single stock that was taken. I was just I I was like I don't have a dog in this fight, um, or a horse in this race or whatever. I I just want to see whatever was going to happen because I knew that whoever was winning that was winning the tournament. Uh, now IBW did lose to J Mook after, so I know people are going to try to own me. But the IBW that wins and goes to winners finals, I believe, takes it all hmm. home. He no, I he agree. Looked amazing. I, I completely agree. I thought. I think that set, IBW versus Zane, winner semis, that will be the set that, like, like I, I don't know if it has, like, the same kind of, like, all-time magic to it as, like, uh, Mango Zane at Summit, Summit 11 or something like Mango Armada at the first Genesis. But in purely in terms of gameplay and, like, things mm -hmm. to take yeah, away from it, it, that was, was, like, it was genuinely one of the most, like, I, I think it might honestly be... I mean, I, I have to think about it. Like, I'm sure you could find uh, sessions like when they're just playing friendlies against each other that are higher mm. because there's no tournament nerves. But for tournament gameplay, it's going to be really hard to top that. It was set. about as good as it got. Yeah. And especially just because, uh, I mean, you can tell, right? That's the one Zane popped off on. Like, Zane didn't yeah. pop off after winning winners of grants. He popped off after that set. Because, <laughs> right? I would not be was... happy if he popped off after grants. <laughs> now, that being said, he was very emotional after Grands. I saw him backstage, yeah, and he was yeah. he was fighting back uh, tears. So he definitely really wanted to win that set, but but I think that was more about the tournament than the set itself. Yeah, right? my man was definitely uh, all Which red eyes and smiles at Guildhouse afterward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> red eyes and smiles. That should be the name of a R and B album. <laughs> I mean, get yeah, get uh, get, get Scar to make it. Let's keep it with him. <laughs> Speaking of red eyes and smiles. <laughs> You know, I took a red eye home. Wow. And, uh, I, I got a nap on it, so I was smiling. Really? That's enough sleep for you? I feel terrible no. for red eyes. No, but I felt, you know, I, I'm chasing the you red eye. You just trying high. to tie it all together. Yeah. I had one great yeah. one. Uh, I was trying yeah. to tie it all together. Did it didn't really work now. But uh, uh, coming back from Genesis 6, I took a red eye, and it was an amazing experience. I got to hang out in San Francisco for the day with my good friend, Dingus Master. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Bit of, an, hey, yeah, bit what, of a pool. This is so I, I obviously I know Dingus pretty well from Twitch chat, but I I don't know that I super duper like have talked to him, you know, uh, interact with him IRL. You know what Mango says, Ding? Is that the same guy? No, no. So a different guy, right? 
for the lineage apparently yeah. so uh yeah that's Dingus. that's uh, a different thing but dingus master uh was a i believe a mod at some point in mango strap so if he pops in there's that's like why a it's ver- confusing yeah there's there's like certain verbiage used mango calls him old ding and then there's just mm. like the ding that does not have to have a modifier but no, I uh, God, why do I talk about this red eye story? I had a great red eye. I t- slept the entire time, uh, and then ever since then, I've been taking red eyes back from California, and each time mm. is bad. But this mm. one, I had a little bit of a nap, so I'm on a neutral experience. Mm. Uh, Segway to Toph. What was your? Uh, what were you about to say? Stand up. What? 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 What was I? About? I wasn't about to say anything. Mm. Was I? This, no, no. This. Uh, I'm trying to gaslight you into speaking about something. Standout moments from Genesis. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> if you like. Standout moments from Genesis. I, um, let's see. First of all, really glad Genesis is back in San Jose. Of course, the last couple ones were in Oakland. Nothing against Oakland, but just like the proximity of the venue to uh, the top eight venue, or the, I should mm-hmm. say like the hotels are in the top eight venue. It's like right Definitely. there. Uh, Guildhouse being right there. I don't know if you guys went to Guildhouse much, yeah, um, but it was a really, really cool venue that was like a block away that like 200 smashers were basically partying at each a lot night of setups which was right. insane a lot of setups yep 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 shout outs to the one guy uh me and fucking zeke from golden guardians we were watching this fucking cracked out like asian dude just at like there was like you know the whole crowd around him and he was just at a computer just fucking grinding starcraft 2 in the middle of the club. And we were like, we were transfixed watching this guy play Starcraft 2 for like 20 minutes. It was insane. His APM very high. I know it's not Brood War, but uh shout out to that guy. Shout out to that guy. I feel like he's lost that's in the sauce, dude. Just exactly in the middle of the club, just party people all around him, just locked in. Headphones, you know what I'm saying? Um, and just just kind of doing his thing. It was very poetic in a way. We I want to talk about a historic set. Mm. A Truly one-of-a-kind set at Genesis 8. I don't know if any of you saw it deep in, in the middle of Top 64, Ben versus Chudat, a five-game last-off barn burner. So apparently, I, I still want to... I've only seen the camera footage from, like, the last 30 seconds. But, um, like, Ginger was talking about that set earlier on the stream, and he was like, oh, God. If you actually watched it, it was so ugly. <laughs> Which makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't think, know what Ben did to deserve this. Like, <laughs> I don't really know, but I just see this happen. I'm like, it would be Ben. Like, I don't really have like any reason to believe <laughs> yeah. that like Ben has a history of having these sets happen to him. But just like I watch this, it feels like, correct. Oh, it feels right. Of all people, Ben. Yeah, um, no. So uh, to to give some context, Ben is a chic player yeah. who um, he had a couple different uh, characters for the Ices matchup. Um, mm-hmm. He when he got like good i guess you know when he when he was notable um during the online era he started using marth and that was working fine you know it was like not an answer but like not definitively not the the answer uh and then all of a sudden he goes he's like i'm gonna play luigi i think this was his character who he played as like a joke he would enter like you know locals as uh luigi um shout out to benton too Shout out to Ben Two, and not the actual player from St. Louis named Ben Two, which is very confusing. Um, uh-huh. And then he just decides, you know what? What am I doing? I'm playing Luigi over here. I can't like I've got trouble with ICs. What if I just merge the two? And it seemed to be a bad decision. 
um, until he actually did it and he beat like every ICs ever. Like he beat Slug. He beat um, I actually don't know other any other ICs. Lunar right Dusk. Now. Lunar Dusk. He he beat Lunar he Dusk. Farming them, Toph. Like a very ugly. <laughs> Lunar set. Dusk. Yeah. And he was farming him. Yeah. So Ben was like. He was not only beating all the ice climber players with uh with Luigi, he loved the matchup. He would constantly talk about how fun he found it and how like he hated Icy's for so long and he hated losing them, but now he like wished he'd only get brackets of ice climber players just so that he yeah. could make them feel terror and play and use his and like he would it wasn't just like he was gimmicking them or whatever. Like he he would study the matchup, like all the RPS in it. Like he like he genuinely loved playing Luigi's Icy's and he he's like, I really hope I get a bracket of Icy's so I can just mm-hmm. farm all of them with Luigi. So Th- this I- is why I was shocked because I was like, dude, I feel like the last 20 tweets I've read from Ben's Twitter were mm-hmm. all about Luigi. Like, I don't I don't yeah. know if Twitter's algorithm is filtering out non-Luigi-related tweets to me, um, but I feel like I'm like, dude, all he tweets about is fucking Luigi these days. Like, yeah, that's his whole Twitter persona. Yeah. He was so jokerified. Right? He was so jokerified on Ices that he finally... <laughs> and then he runs into Chudat... Before right? the set, Chu asks him, he says, Hey, uh, you're Ben, so you're an, you're a you're a chic player, right? And Ben is mm-hmm. smiling because like Chu's fallen into his trap. Or and he goes, I don't know, am I a chic player? They both double they both double line pick. And Ben like destroys him game one. It's like he like two stocks him or like three stocks him or something. And Chu goes like, uh, okay, like I guess uh, I guess your Luigi's pretty good, huh? And like he kind of nervously laughed. Then he picks Mario. And three stocks is shit game two. He just picks this is not like a premeditated thing. He just like, Mario I guess I'm gonna go Mario for fun. Oh. And now no, you got it, a counter pick war. In fact, yeah. uh, you know, now now uh, now a very good Marth player, but we all know Koopa Troopa 895, Mario player. Um, Koopa would talk to me about how he did not like the Luigi matchup. He just thought that Luigi mm-hmm. had like outranged uh Mario in like any scenario. Um so I heard this and I was very in shock and I go over, yeah, I go over just in time to see the three stock happen. And then the next game is it's like, we're back on track, right? Ben, I I believe it's uh, what is this? We're, we're Icy's Luigi on Dreamland. And this Mm -hmm. might've been the most important game of the set. Yeah. Because because it's where Chu swung the counter pick war. It was, it was a three stock comeback. I believe, I think it was a three to one stock comeback. Insane. And it was, uh, I don't know, it was not Rough. incredibly pretty. Um, Rough. But yeah, what was your point of bringing this up? Uh, now Chudad is cemented as like a top 12 player of all time because of this. Is this where you're going? No, I just think, it, you know, like we live in an era, like so much of this tournament was incredible melee. And I feel like, uh, and and like Ben, you know, he, he still had a pretty good tournament, all things considered, you know, making it deep into top, top 64. Right? Genesis, no, you know, no small feat to accomplish. Um, I just think that that was a set that like, it's sort of like, I just think it's crazy that this guy was so good and like literally like went through this entire story arc of uh, destroying all the ICs and like starting his own reign of terror over him. And it just like, Mm -hmm. it is really remarkable that it just ended to this like timeless human being that just, he probably wasn't even thinking about it. Like that's like, that's melee, right? You literally just this guy who's been playing for like 20 years just went like a character he probably hasn't played in like years and beat this guy who like none of the ICs could figure out. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a Chudat style counterpick. The thing about Chudat style counterpicks is that it's never pretty. 
Uh-huh. You never want to get into a war with him on it too, right? Like I feel right. like it just it'll always end badly. Right. Cause he pulls you into his zone. Um, cause he's done it before, right? We, the last time I think we saw it at, at any sort of level of prominence was, uh, the dream back set with Mewtwo King where he went, they, they ended yeah. up with Dan and Fox and that match wasn't pretty. It was, no. it was, it was <laughs> not good. You know, objectively no. speaking, it was not one of the better Ganon Fox games, but the, but, but it's more about the story of how we got there. Yeah. I, I don't truly understand what um, goes through his mind when he does stuff like this. Like, there must be something, right? I mean, I'll, I guess I'll give him credit. Like, right, like this is not all um, it's not all off the cuff. But do you remember the uh, Pound 2019 set that he had with Swedish? Swedish, he was very, very good uh, at the IC's matchup because he played mm-hmm. that just, like, annoying Peach. Uh, very hard to beat. And then Chu just whips out the, the Fox. And he just plays Fox Peach and then Fox Sheik, I think. And he just wins. He might not have played Fox Sheik. I know they. I know they played Fox Peach. Fox Peach. Yeah, right. They played Fox Peach and choose Fox I, destroyed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's there's a long story. Um, just like I don't I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know what the uh, circumstances are. Right. Like what's the if then statement for Chudak going Mario or or Fox or whatever. Yeah. I I don't know. I theorized yesterday that the Mario one is like, uh, you know, Mario's Luigi's older brother. True. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've kind of got that familial. Yes. Right. Much Cain in the same Abel. way, Cain and Abel, Liquid Snake and Solid Snake, you know, a lot of rivalries. <laughs> Liquid Ken and Mana Cloud. Liquid Ken and Mana Cloud. There you go. The deep cut. Edwin, you want to chime in? <laughs> no, I have nothing else to say. I, I just wanted to bring up that. <laughs> I just wanted to bring none, up none also that said, by the way, that Luigi Mario, Luigi definitely just wins, and it's just really hard for Mario. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe like you know, maybe Chu like Chu's the kind of guy like he plays the player, right? So maybe Chu noticed something like, uh, oh, uh, maybe he's recovering in a certain way that like okay. I think I can cape this recovery or you know what I mean? Like some little facet of it. I mean, I, again, I haven't seen the whole yeah, but like though. like what little like if he recovers a certain like I'm trying to think like what would make someone be like Mario is the best Mario, option, yeah. right? It's so just I don't know how that guy's mind works. Yeah, why Mario? Why Mario? I don't think Shu has a Mario, really. <laughs> I really think it was just a familial, like, oh, well, Luigi and Mario canon matchup, right? To, yeah, to, I think to Chu, that would make sense. Canon matchup. It was just a first thought, best thought type thing. He's like, Luigi, Mario. Mario, yeah, they, they Mario. know each other. Luigi, uh, Mario. Right? Joe, how do you, do, you, uh, do you have any thoughts on my theory that Dr. Mario is actually a third Mario brother? <laughs> oh, you think it's just another person? Well, what's Mario's <laughs> last name? Mario. Yeah. I think canonically. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. It's so possible, it, right? So Dr. Mario would be, you know, Dr. his title and then his last name. Then his surname. Yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of assumed Mario came from like a Dr. Mario came from like a different timeline. You know, like there was a split in the timeline. Yeah. And he sort of just kind of um it's like, you know, the butterfly effect. I talked to Walt. And one about little this thing he, happened he, also he got pulled in, through a time portal. Yeah. Yeah. I said, uh, I asked Walt, I said, is this a different timeline? Is this a different guy? Or is this a different dimension? And yeah, you he think said it's timeline. just a different, okay. I think it's a different guy. <laughs> I think it's, I think yeah. it's just another brother. But, uh, you know, uh, there's lots of Mario shown to be a man of many talents. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly really good at tennis. 
really good at go-karting. It's kind of like, what can't this guy do? Are those all different Marios? Are they different? You know what's going on there? This might be why Chu picked Mario is he like, he's like, Mario is good at tennis. Mario's good at golf. Like, you know, give Mario something. He might be good. Yeah. He's probably going to be good versus Luigi. And and it worked out. So, you know, we, it's the type of thing, you know, the, the, he showed us his work and, and I didn't like, he did the work wrong, but the, the equation ended up right at the end. So (laughs) like beating a, beating a chic player. With yeah. Ices, I wouldn't say that Mario versus Luigi is the way to get there, but you know you got there in the end. I just fear for all of the aspiring Ices players that are going to think that this is like, <laughs> uh, you know, like a real like. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like you know, write that down. Okay, spending okay. five hours a week. Like gets me. I gotta go Mario. Mario. Yeah, exactly. And all the Ices now are grinding their little pocket Mario. It's like no, dude. <laughs> no, dude. I hope to see there's it. at least I mean, one person right that like actually took that away i hope so this is i mean we, we um yeah i hope so too we're getting ready to i think i'm not sure if we've already started but we're getting ready to call this like the start of a new generation right it's like the yeah. slippy generation uh i i think that you know that's what the new generation should be it should all be uh icy's mario dual mains uh yeah yeah you know yeah it makes sense <laughs> well you know about mario climbers do it's I? uh it's uh two Mario's running around. Yeah, one's oh, sneak okay. behind the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. This was uh one of the first I think this was like the first uh mod that someone made of like icy style two two characters being controlled, and it was Mario and it was the Mario climbers. I remember um, Ike climbers. So, yeah, that makes more sense because at least there's some <laughs> sort of uh you know vocabulary similarity. Yeah. But um uh, there you go. Let's talk about Fizz Mango. I watch, I did watch that set. I did watch that set. I think, so the way I heard about this set was I was at the, um, one of the worst, worst, <laughs> worst, I, I'll say worst, not one of the worst, but one of the worst uh, esports team social media posts that I've seen. Uh, I was at the coffee shop with Zeke, who again, is this pertinent because he runs Golden Garden social media. And we saw this tweet on Twitter, which was like, it was like this like really nice looking edited photo of Mango like crying, like head in his hands, <laughs> crying. And it says oh, no. defeat, and then it says one, two, fizzwiggle, GG's with a sad face. And I was like, and it was like edited look really raw, like it was like black and white. And I was telling Zeke, like, dude, you can't do this if your star player loses to a guy named and I know Fizz. I know Fizz <laughs> is good. But it says Fizzwiggle, and I just could not take Fizzwiggle seriously. I don't know if you can, JD, I don't know if you can somehow pull up this tweet. It's on the Cloud9 account. But it's like, it's so, I was just like, dude, anyone who knows Mango and like doesn't intimately follow Super Smash Bros. Melee is going to see this and think it's a fucking joke. Because the guy's name is Fizzwiggle. (laughs) Uh, I didn't even realize Fizzwiggle was, I guess the story is that there's two Fizzes, right? There's Illinois Fizz and there's... uh, fucking Colorado Fizz, and I guess Colorado Fizz is just a homie, so he's like, you know what, you can be Fizz, I'll be Fizzwiggle, or something. At least that's the story as it was told to me. But, um, yeah, it just, it just, I, I thought it was such a bad look. That tweet was like, oh my god, dude, come on. This is the worst so, way to, to have the news broken. Mango needs to get himself a LeBron type deal. I don't know if you are aware of this. Uh, mm. Lakers did not have a good year. Yeah. I'll go back one step further. I don't know if you're aware of this. LeBron is on the Lakers. That's number yeah. one. 
Number two. Yep. Okay. Number one. LeBron's a basketball player. Yeah. And it's okay, the first we, time he's not in the uh, the playoffs for, I think, quite some time, right? For quite some time. So they, they have incurred almost 50 losses this oh, year. God, there it is. Uh, the social media accounts of every single team, you know, they'll tweet out something like whenever their team loses because they win or lose, they have to re- tweet yeah. the uh, result of the game. It's interactions. Everyone does it. And, yeah, you, know, you whatever, might as well, right? Whatever they say. They'll say like final or something or they'll be like, get them next time. But whatever they say, it's got like the air of like, you know, it's just like, oh, I guess we got to put something out. Um, yeah. LeBron has not been featured in any one of the 49 post-loss tweets. It's just like, they'll have like, always have a picture because pictures do well on Twitter. So it's always yep. a picture of a player. And it's LeBron has never been in it. Statistically unlikely that just randomly out of 49 players, there's are 49 chances their star player did not make it on here. So Isaiah mm-hmm. Mango's got to get on on this. And like, just a, so he has an actual deal like crafted. He has a he has a customized deal that he will never be featured in, or 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 is it just or is it just because it's in poor taste? By the way, from I my mean, chat, I'm pulling up the photo. I, I don't know what it is, but it's just might be a statistical anomaly that 49 times, yeah, the star player is not on there once. So I think Mango's got to get a deal like that. But the problem with that is that at least with the Lakers, the you can person? just put you can just put another Laker. Yeah, like there's no other mango. I mean, maybe you could like put a p- photo of uh, I don't know. I just think it's so think, funny. Lewis I think put, versus put Fizz dunk on there. You don't know who Fizzwiggle is? This this sounds so stupid. <laughs> Fizz sounds infinitely more respectable for whatever reason than Fizzwiggle. Fizzwiggle sounds so bad. I do love the idea that um, if you have a confusing tag, I know, just... and it says pools R2. That's, a, that's <laughs> almost even worse oh. it literally says in the image, pools R2. It's like, dude, come that's on. Just, they're just being a <laughs> man while he's come, down. Come on, man. Come on, but man. I, yeah, I like the idea. If you have a confusing tag, you should just add wiggle yeah. to the end of it. Like, just, you know, mm-hmm. like, don't change the tag completely. Just add wiggle. Blur wiggle. I'm so wiggle. I'm so wiggle. Give me that wiggle. Yeah. I think there's only one give me that wheat. There's no Jay Wiggle yet. No, maybe that's what we need to make. Yeah. <laughs> we need to craft one in the lab. But yeah, I mean, uh Fizz Wiggle, who you know, going into this, you would think, okay, maybe that's the biggest upset that we'd see from a Sheik. Is it still? Maybe it is. Uh, well, I mean, we gotta talk about may- maybe I mean by seed individually yes but like the the run that j mook had this yeah, the run time, by far you know exceeded all expectations yeah. I, I i have to say that that is the uh story of the guy that came Easily. out of here on top yeah yeah um so j mook's been around j mook is one of those people if you know you know you know it's like oh you know you know don't go to a tournament that he goes to don't go to an upstate tournament you, you know j mook will be super hard to beat um mm-hmm. But that was it, right? He was he was the guy like, you know, don't go to his region uh, because this random Sheik player will will do some crazy things to you. And and he actually did have some good wins. I think he beat like the moon in 2017 or something, right? Like sure. he was able to pick up some if people came to him um, and then threw online. <laughs> Unlike a lot of people online who were not able to go to a lot of events uh, in person who like, I'm going to go to an event every week. He uh, kind of continued this era of mystery by really entering barely Not entering anything. anything. Yeah, yeah. He he did uh, what four loco fight night? I think he beat Aklo and Moki there or something. Just like some insane run. Um, 
and then he went to the Smash World Tour qual or last chance qualifier. Yeah, he got up there, and then he did pretty well in pools. I think he made bracket and got like seventeenth, thirteenth, maybe something around there. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so he was known to be good, right? Like we know yeah. that Jay Mook is good. Also, apparently, I think notably, I guess he beat Cody at Cody's first tournament, which is kind of funny. Yeah, that's, that's because that's like that full I, circle. Yeah. Um, so that's that's, that's insane a little bit, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, we we knew who Jay Mook was. I think everyone mm -hmm. who who pays attention to me like did have some idea. But what happened this past weekend? I could not predict it. I, I doubt anyone yeah, outside. Of genuinely like, stunning. Jay Mook's mom. I don't think anyone had him. This? In their fantasy bracket, getting no. second. Uh, well, I, I, and I also just think the way it happened, right? Like the people he beat. There's, uh, there's an argument. I heard Ginger was when I was in Ginger stream earlier uh, for a while. Um, to a, in in a certain way, he had a decent bracket for himself, actually. But on the flip side, he had to get through some really, really, really challenging opponents, like Plup, yeah. in particular. Plup, uh, Cody, obviously, on the way there. I think none in winter semis. That's a, about as good of a draw as you can ask for. Um, and I, I guess in some ways, you know, it was kind of funny because the 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 match that I think really would have changed the story of this tournament is actually the match right outside of winter stop eight, because obviously him and Laud went to. Yeah, um, I'm sure you guys realize this. Him and Laud went to game five last stop, mm -hmm. and if Laud clutched that, uh, you know, Jay Mook was falling to losers. In the middle, right in right smack dab into a slug warpath where he had just knocked out Spark and Crudo and, and Null. And Null, but okay, most notably those two because yeah. they're playing sheets. Yes. Right? Well, there's, there's and I was like <laughs> Yeah. Fizzwiggle, Spark, and Fizz. Crudo. Just like oh, God. all of them. All the all sheiks. And I was like, dude, them right in. I feel like Slug, if he gets that J Mook match, probably we're looking at a very different timeline where Slugs probably very. I mean, I don't know how obviously Jamie's Icy's matchup is, but Slug Slug was probably gonna make top eight. Um, yeah, and that would have been that would have been obviously insane because insane. uh Icy's hasn't done that since the Wobbly Ban. Just hasn't happened. And Slug was on a a fucking long losers run. Like Slug went to losers like round of uh I don't know what the number is, but it was outside uh, top sixty four. He lost his soul. Yeah. So, Toph, you've been around the scene for a while. I uh, I want to hear your opinion on this. Where does um, where does J Mook's run to second rank in terms of like the least expected and most impressive like underdog tournament runs of all? Yeah, time yeah. Isn't it kind of on the order of like Wobbles Evo twenty thirteen? Maybe even more impressive. I think it might be, be more impressive you. because Wobbles was always just outside the like, yeah. Like everybody Wobbles knew he was, like was good. Borderline top ten, right? At mm -hmm. that point, I think yeah. Wobbles was like probably top ten in the world already. Um, but I, 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 uh, Jaymook, Jaymook um, was twenty one seed, and that, and that's I not think, like an unreasonable thing. Like that it was actually, right. actually great seeding. Whoever did, yeah, it, I it was, think that that was the correct seed. Yeah, excellent mm -hmm. seeding by a very handsome man. Uh, yeah, I think whoever seeded is, is very handsome. No, yeah, Jaymook is. Um, I think the thing about his bracket is that there's a lot of ways to go into uh genesis uh you know it's, this was an event that was pushed back this was an event that still is in a, a time where people are a little you know worried about covid um mm -hmm. maybe not as much as they were mm -hmm. but it still exists so there were a lot of dqs so you, going into an event and being like 
this yeah. person had, like had an insane run. You might want to think that DQs had to deal with this. And in a way they, they had a small, you know, like a small effect on this, but you look at what he did and, and regardless of, you know, who was supposed to be in his path, it, what he, he did is, was amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like every single, <laughs> yeah. Like I th- forget the fact that, you know, he might've had to play left end, of course, you know, that, that would have been something that would have been hard, but like, I feel like he made up for all of the stuff that he would have missed out on because just how amazing his run was. He beat Cody, but, but there's like no way I could be like, Oh, boot dude, if Leffen was in his path or like if Moki was there. Right. You know, right. Like you just yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, I don't really think hard that, to say. I mean, what, so what he beat lot. That's peach. He beat, he beat none. That's Falcon. He beat uh Cody. That's Fox. He, it wasn't like, Oh, this is the perfect chic bracket, right? He chain grabbed 10 sheiks to get second. This was mm-hmm. a varied bracket that we saw. This was a bracket that, I mean, I think none's really good. I think I think Cody's amazing mm-hmm. versus Fox, possibly the best Fox versus Sheik right now. And um, all of this looked like uh, just so masterful. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. I, I mean, honestly, the way J. Mook was playing, like he might have even just beaten Slug, right? Yeah. Again, I don't I don't really Maybe. know. Who knows? I kind of assume that everyone who comes from like the tri-state area is like pretty good against ICs because there was a time where there were just a gazillion ICs up there. I think Fry Cook was even kind of in that area, if I remember correctly. So Jersey, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. There's no way to uh is Jersey okay. Yeah, I, I there's no way there's no way to say it. like um it really only looked like Zane, who was solidly like beating J Mook that weekend. And and I think there that's just kind of a level of preparation. Um yeah. I think Zane definitely like the player that looked by far, I, I guess, the most prepared overall. <laughs> it just didn't feel like anything. And he had to play obviously a wild variety of players because he had Amsa, you know, he had mm. Cody, he had J Mook. Um but yeah, everybody else, J Mook uh might have just been able to beat. So I don't know. We saw, I mean, we saw how good he looked against Falcon with none. Um yeah. So amazing. Even he Wizzy, like he would never lose to Falcon. <laughs> he yeah, looked like he yeah. Just... I looked. In, it looked really insane. It looked really insane. So, uh, I mean, I think the big question now, and I think what I really appreciate about Mook is I like that he's on Twitter saying, you know, to be honest with you, the expectations are going to be completely different from here on out, and I'm probably not going to live up to him first. Like, I'm probably going to okay. drop the ball a couple times because that's kind of how these things go, right? That's kind of how these things go. Like Wobbles was the same way. It's not like we just suddenly saw Wobbles getting top three at every tournament for a while or anything like that. But um, it seems like Jay Mook's got the right attitude about it. Uh, and um, I feel like the last time I really saw that in a competitor, someone who broke out in a really major way, and then they didn't like let that weight of expectations just eat them alive, uh, to me was actually Zane. I felt like Zane kind of epitomized that for me a couple years ago when he broke out, where I was like, oh, this guy's got to... He's not like... He's not like letting it define him. He's not letting his victory define him because that can be very fragile, right? So I thought that was uh, very promising from Jamie. Can't wait to see what yeah. he does. Do you guys know if he's going to pound, by the way? He's not going to pound. No, I, okay, I great. So, so there's still a shot. There's still a shot that I can do uh, King of the Cube with him. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, I let him know. I was like, hey, dude, pound registration's ended, but I, I will sneak you in. Like, I will do what it takes. But uh, no, he... Uh, it's a little too short notice for him. So who knows? I mean, he is, hey, you talk about how he's got a great head on his shoulders. Maybe that's what uh, keeps him back from being a great Smash player. He's He might just be too smart. He might be too well-adjusted. We Yeah. <laughs> he might not make it. No, but um, 
you, you talk about adjusted to the to the atmosphere like so we saw the three o's on on none we saw the three o on cody um they were insane right like you can put these sets if you just watch the vods or if you like if these are slp files this would look amazing um but it goes further than that right this wasn't a net play tournament this wasn't like off stream in the, in the like corner um this was on the biggest stage you've ever been on i believe the only mm-hmm. probably stage you played on prior was smash World tour finals this yeah. was like in the uh you know fucking auditorium in the in the civic center um mm-hmm. with all the lights on him all the crowd cheering and he was still able to do that he was still able to 302 players and make yeah. it look amazing like he had a flub here or there uh but honestly, when I saw that, I would not have been able to watch that gameplay and say that this guy has never been in a top eight of a big tournament in his life. This guy's never played these people, right? It looked yeah. as if, you know, if you are someone who um, you only watch Evo, our Genesis, you only watch Evo when we were on, you only watch Summits or whatever. Um, if you tuned into this, not paying attention for the last two years, mm-hmm. you'd figure, oh, Mook's just like a top five player right now, right? Like he's just been good this entire time. Mm-hmm. Because there was nothing in his actual play that would make you think that, like, there was any doubt to this, or that, that he no should ner- be seated. No nervousness. Right? He played with such confidence. My God, he was amazing. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we saw a little I mean, bit of that from Flash at Riptide, where Flash just mm-hmm. seemed unfazed by stuff. But I think this is a different level. Yeah, yeah. I think Jaymook. Uh, well, Jaymook was even saying, like, backstage uh, before top eight, he was saying like. He, like, really wanted to play on the stage. Like, he yeah. was like, I've always wanted this. I've always wanted to play. He just seemed really excited. He didn't even seem that nervous. He just seemed like he really wanted to be there, and he really wanted to. Uh, he seems like the kind of player that kind of feeds into that energy. Um, he was also not wearing headsets during any of the, He was, like, the only player that I, at least that I noticed while, while I was commentating, that, like, opted to not wear a headset. And obviously, the crowd's going to be a lot more booming um, if you're not wearing one of those headsets, right, feeding the game sound into you. So, uh, I don't know if that's any indication, but he might just, like, really, like, like that environment, uh, which is always a good sign. Yeah. Some players, it psychs them out. Some players, they uh, they kind of feed off of it. Well, for let's sure. talk about, you know, so I mentioned that if you were someone who was tuning in for the first time in years, J-Move yeah. would appear to be a top five, top ten player. Um, right. We I know it's one tournament, and I, and, but, like, I feel like this is a, a just a sea change from what we've seen recently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in 20... 21 at the end of the year uh i don't i don't think you did you you didn't do the blur rank did you you didn't have a i did not i i don't remember why i didn't but i didn't (laughs) so i kind of wish i did i i appreciate the project now that it's out but at the time i think it was the way he approached me about it you know blur is he's like tof i'm doing this thing called blur rank it's gonna change the game and i was like blur you're so fucking full of it dude but now i'm like all right you know we we were we were getting food and we were talking about something he was talking about how melee needs to just take over a random city and then like run it and he's like we need like a mayor and i was blur who should our who should our mayor be blur yeah (laughs) and yeah just a fucking wry smile he doesn't need to say it (laughs) but uh yeah can't be our mayor there'd be like a uprising there'd be a revolution I don't know okay, what we're getting into. Let me see this that, thing. But, Ten Polish, yeah, nine SVAT, eight hungry box. So I think uh, you know, I think in terms of the top ten, um, I think eight of those people, I think up to eight, it's probably maybe there's some maybe there's some shifting. Yeah. What do you what do you guys think? 
Well, last year, you know, when we got into it, so the the blur rank has, you know, the one through ten of Mango, Zane, IBW, Plop, Wizard of Leffen, Amsa, H Box, S Fat Polish. Uh Kidoran's mm-hmm. outside on eleven. He he would have made like the um a, like NA list, you know. Uh, yeah. I think that was a solid top ten, top eleven that like a lot of people agreed on. We had Dark Genix on the episode talking about it, and we actually me, Dark Genix, and uh Edwin had the exact same top 10, like literally not mm-hmm. even the same players, but the same exact order. It was kind of an agreed upon thing for what we saw. And now we're looking at our first big event. We're looking at mm. coming off of, uh, you know, we had Giga Schwab. We've had, we've had other like online events where people yeah. are entering uh, ever since they got made fun of for not entering. So we have like a, a, a little bit of a wealth of data going into this. And, you know, we're probably going to talk about this in a fucking two months and have a different top 10. But like, what, like, who do you think is top 10? We watched J Mook's run. So the, the big question is, is J Mook a top 10 player currently? And what are his losses from the last time he went to, which presumably was Smash World Tour? Probably Smash World Tour. Uh, he lost to Frenzy, okay. uh, which was, you know, Frenzy, the UK player. Um, and you know what? I am blanking on anything else he did there. He, he lost um, to Amsa. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he lost to Amsa in pools. Uh, okay. That would have been like the Keizu Gatsu pool, right? Yeah, um, I think I think he beat. I don't think he beat Gatsu. Gatsu. He reversed. He like downloaded Gatsu after looking kind of lost mm-hmm. for the first half mm-hmm. of the set. It was reverse Rio. Yeah, and, and I, I don't think he, he beat Keizu. No, so um, so actually looking it up, so he beat Far three zero. He yeah, uh, right. reversed three zero Keizu. Mm-hmm. He uh, also reversed three zero Gatsu, and then it was Amsa who was his one loss, which was a three zero. So. That was a 3-0, and then what he does in uh well, he beat he did beat Keizu. He beat he reversed the Yod Keizu. He reversed the Yod okay. Keizu and Gatsu. And okay. uh he beats Sora 3-0. He goes and then loses a game five set to Frenzy. Uh I think that is 13th place. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, for 13th place. So that's I, that's it, his... I feel like, I feel Wait, like Frenzy got ninth. Frenzy. Yeah. Yeah, Frenzy had a Frenzy got ninth run. in Smash World Tour. Vote for Frenzy for Summit. Wow. You know he lost in Nintendo's Marth at uh, the Smash yes. Summit VIP oh, bracket yes, the weekend I, before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We remembered it when and then, watching. And then Nintendo and thing. then Nintendo said to me, not to get anybody in trouble here, but I assume everyone from the UK is asleep, so I won't get. I'm not. I'm not uh, starting any drama. But then Nintendo uh, joked to me that Chillin's Falco was harder. <laughs> wow. But I think that was more of a compliment on Chillin than a than a ding on Frenzy. Everyone knows Frenzy's really good. I mean, Chillin is a top thirty player all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Top 30 player all time. That sounds right. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, it's not really top 10 right now. I'll tell you who number well, one yeah, is. Top 10 right now. Number one Who's is number Zane. one right now. Number one Zane right now. <laughs> sure. That seems fair. That seems fair. Zane and Mango were always, in my mind, Zane and Mango were always close enough that, you know, it could it could swing pretty. It's not like one of them was necessarily solidly in my in my in my view. The Zane Mango tier, as we call it. Zane but it's cool to Zane Mango tier after the week. Tell me, has IBW taken Mango's number two spot? I think we okay, I, have a, I have a theory. I have a theory. I have Let a me theory. hear your theory. Um, I, I, I'm this is just this is an outside view thing. I obviously I haven't even really talked to Mango about this. Uh, he actually, you know, because he flew home, he didn't even like stick around for Sunday, but it seemed like he was kind of gassing out like he seemed physically like you know he went on a really long losers run um yeah. and he looked yeah. t- even playing against fizz like he didn't look 
that 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 good and um i feel like that's going to be one of the adjustments that cuz the thing is uh the same thing could happen to zane like if zane somehow fell to losers early you know you you do have to play twice as many sets and i just think not even just for mango but i think what a lot of the top players are going to start realizing is that like stamina and like managing your managing your like like the like the physical aspect of being at a tournament is so different than playing online right yeah. or even even summit where the matches are yes. more spread out yeah. you're guaranteed to have a very com usually you have a very comfortable schedule at summit you have hours and hours between your games um genesis a tournament like that especially if you drop to losers you got to go back to back to back to back to back it's possible mango didn't sleep super duper well i know he was also at the cloud nine booth doing content they had him they had him yeah. at the cloud nine booth doing content all weekend before and after his tournament run um and so unfortunately because i think stamina is a i think it's a a a, a major factor of offline events and i think that it is the exact sort of thing that's going to screw over a guy like Mango, in my opinion. Yeah, it's more I, likely I, to happen to him. Mango does seem more affected that than someone like Cody. Um, I mm. guess, Toph, there's a question for you. Mm. Is it the Zane Mango tier? Or is it the Zane Cody tier? Zane, I don't know. Or that it's, it's, I think they're all Jay kind Luke, of the tier. Or, or the Jay Jay tier. That's what I like to hear. Um, I mean, there's still, I think there's still, I, I don't think there's a, you think it's all three, all three and one. Well, even the, even the freaking, even the freaking, um, what's it called? I know it was rebranded, but the pre G, the pre GR, aka the, yes, the old Prager. Uh, yes. The Prager, the PGR the, the, the the contenders, the PGR contenders. Thank you. That's what it's called. The Prager, the Prager <laughs> had, uh, I'll just call, I'll just call it as I see some. Had uh had them in the same tier basically, right? It was Mango, Zane, and IBW. That was the tier. So I think mm -hmm. that's I think there's a pretty solid argument for that. But I, I think mean, that, I don't that's know. still the same. I think Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's that solidly stratified. Like I feel like no. Amsa can beat those guys. I feel like Wizzy and Plup and Leffen can beat those guys. Um and it does sort of feel like it sort of shifts based on if you count online results or not, kind of how you figure that stuff into it. Um, That's I weird, isn't the, it? Like, does, isn't it? Don't, don't you think so? Speaking yeah, like with, with Plup, it makes like, all it makes sense to me. <laughs> like with Plup, we saw we saw him do so well at the Smash World Tour Championships. We saw him like you know briefly stumble a tiny bit online, but still like routinely beat everyone on the west coast then we saw mm. plup headed into this event he loses to the uh you know i i picked plup to win genesis and in a lot of ways jamu kind of had the he kind of had the run that i thought plup would have plup would have right except, except they even met in bracket they even yeah. literally yeah. met in bracket yeah like he, he like it's like he stole plup's energy and yeah mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. just had it through the run it was the uh the, the space jam ball um, I can't believe Plup. Well, I don't know. I think Plup just wants to play Fox for Sheik. But you guys were kind of thinking of it too, right? It was like, well, what if what if he just tries the Sheik today? I did wonder. So, but Plup's Fox is so good and good. Like, and it's yeah. Sheik. Like, he doesn't like the chain grab or I don't know. You never, I feel you never it. know with him. I feel it. I feel it. So she the way I look five? at. Um, what? What'd you I say? Chew? Chew's not top 10. No, no, no. I said it's Jmook top five now. Oh, Jmook. 
No, so, you were saying so one tournament's not look, enough. The way I look at Plup Sheik, uh, the way I look at Plup, and I, I think I talked to you about this, Edwin, is that like he's always in constant flux between Sheik and Fox. Um, and when he goes all Sheik, it's good, but it's not his best. And when he goes all Fox, that is not his best. Like we've we've seen it before. That's the Fox who, or that's the Plup whose Fox is really good, but he loses to you know. Mm-hmm. like fiction and monkey and magi like he and, and he lists, loses the people who are all really really good but not people that you would yeah. lose to of course all in a row if you are a top five player which a lot of times he is and i i think the best plup we see is uh it's the plup that goes all fox and then has a bad result and says fuck this i'm burning it all down and then starts from chic and then two months later is like okay i'll do fox versus you know I'll do Fox on FD versus Fox and I'll do Fox versus Sheik. That's See. the best one. And then yeah. he starts to get confident in the Fox and then he adds more Fox and then And then it's the cycle. cycle. Repeats. It's the cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cycle repeats. So we're yeah, he's currently, like, oh, my Fox is cracked. Yeah. We're currently at the part where he might be adding too much Fox because he looked amazing at Smash World Tour Finals. Um, he looked great at Riptide. I think Riptide was all Sheik. Um, so, like, we're, we're seeing the cycle already. <laughs> Uh, did he go Fox versus Ginger at all at this tournament, or was it all Sheik? It was all Sheik, right? No, it was all Sheik. Yeah. Okay. So, to be fair, this tournament, he only went Fox for Sheik, which was an L, but he did stick largely to the game plan you just described, Wheat. He did go mostly Sheik. I think. Well, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's hard to say. I know what you mean, though. It does feel that way in the in the overall, in the grand scheme of things. But um, when, when he is confident in Sheik, that's that some looks of the best so good. It's like Jmook. It's like Jmook. It's like people forgot about the Plup Club took over the whole world in 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 uh, in 2016. It was just like yep. it was just like the Jmook thing. It was actually even more so. Every Facebook group we were on Facebook back then changed yeah. their 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 title to such and such Plup Club from such and such region. Everywhere. And you know, I I um I think it's too early to call out Plup. I would say Plup's still yeah. top 10. I'd say Wizzy's still top 10. You mentioned mm-hmm. Amsa. Amsa's been doing yeah. great. Yeah. Amsa, extremely consistent. Um, I don't know if that's what yeah. we expected of him fucking seven years ago to just be this consistent top 10 player, but that's what the role that he's fell into. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I did, I, did proje- I did predict HBox would win Genesis. I don't know if uh, he was in jest or really? if I believed it. Well, Yo, it's okay. like- I, think, I think if he beat, if he didn't get downered by Dunn, <laughs> I was I was mapping out the bracket in my head. I don't know if you could tell because I was commentating, and I actually feel like I lost some energy for a point because I started mapping out the bracket in my head. I was like, "Oh man, he's gonna win this, and then he's gonna beat Jay Mook, and then he's gonna be in winners finals, and then it's gonna be Clutchbox versus Zane, and he's gonna it's, somehow clutch it." And I was just like, "Oh no!" And I was like so stressed out. And then he got downer, and I was like, "Oh, let's go!" Whether sorry, or not I any H fan in the chat? Sorry, I listen. I gotta be real. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, whether or not I believe he is going to win, it sends a message to say he's going to win. I mean, like the sure. the message is Hbox is back on the, like message for the street. Hbox is back, right? Um, now, how back is Hbox? Who knows, right? Like, oh, I, I think he can uh, he can take sets off of top players. I wouldn't say he could string together a run to win Multiple. a super major at this point. Like, if you say, do you think he could beat Zane? I'd be like, possibly, right? Possibly. Um, we talked about it at Genesis when when you talk about. Um, the chance for someone to beat someone. If you said, like, what's the chance that 
uh s fat beats uh fucking i don't know just name a player what and you go 30 percent chance so it's like mm -hmm. okay so you think he takes three and ten sets right mm -hmm. but you do the math and then people are like ah no actually 20 percent right because mm -hmm. they, they're not thinking of it like that maybe s fat right. has a one maybe s fat has a 10 percent chance to beat zane but then when people say okay so you think if they play 10 sets he wins one and then they start to rethink hbox is that person if you yeah, say hbox gonna, is that person yep if he yep. plays enough sets with someone he's mm -hmm. winning one he wins yeah he yes wins. So that but is the just, type of thing. That's why I was thinking about it from the point of view of his winner's bracket. I was like, yeah. dude, he beats Nud. Okay. He's going to beat Nud. He's up two stocks. Jay yeah. Mook, sure. I mean, you know, that's pretty hard for Seek. And then he just has to do that one set he's, versus Zane. The one versus Zane. Not, not too bad, right? So it's but then he goes awesome. to losers, and you got to throw all that out the window. Because as soon as he goes to losers, it's like, okay, now he has well, Mango he has in the fucking... Then. Yeah. Huh? Then he has to beat everyone. Yeah, and then Ams is down there. Cody's down there. Fucking Wizzy's down there. Like, <laughs> yeah, Wizzy might be down there, right? And then, and then it's then it's not happening. It's just not happening. I do think that. Uh, I think Hungrybox has this very like. All right, so I want to compare the Hungrybox before the pandemic to the Hungrybox now, right? So Hungrybox before the pandemic, everyone's rooting against him because yep. he's winning events. You know, he he's got this like villain persona, but he's also kind of like self conscious about it. But he's also right. camping. So it's really annoying watching him win, and then like someone throws a crab at him, and it's like, oh god! And then everybody's got to got to clap for Hungrybox, and it's just like it's very weird. Like you know, it just kind of yeah. sucks. He's like a bad villain, right? But now he's you know this is post content box, right? Yes. He's got Dream all these box. subscribers. He's showing up in like a he's showing up in sunglasses, yeah. no mask, sunglasses. obviously. He's got a <laughs> he's got a cap. He's got like shorts and the esports jersey. He literally looks like a Jan sixth protester or whatever. He's, he's yeah. like putting himself up before the map the match. He's like shaking his fist. He's like making faces at the crowd and the camera. It's just like he's he's just like this. <laughs> but the but but the thing is, like, I'm kind of for it. Because he's like this oh, really of like of course. Well, he's like this shitty uh like villain who's like an agent of chaos, right? Like, ah yeah. oh, fuck, Hbox beat Mango, like, oh no, like you root for like you like like he beats the people that you're like rooting for or whatever. But the nice thing is that there's no threat of him winning the tournament. But because there's no threat of him winning the tournament, even if he eventually yeah, yeah people. I think people would actually cheer from now. People would actually be excited. People would actually clap, like, and mean it. I, I really do think that. No, he's kind of like you know what he's like now. He's like Team Rocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he shows yeah. up middle of the episode, and like he causes some shit. Like Pikachu's in the the little net or whatever, and you're like, oh my god, Pikachu's in the net. But you know they're not gonna. Yeah, but like if if he actually won an event, like it, it would jet, it would be crazy, right? So like it's yeah. it's it's winning on a on on all sides here. I think uh, I love that you brought up the Team Rocket example because when I was talking about this with Ambi, I brought up uh, the Swiper. I think his name is from from Dora Swiper, the no Explorer. Swiping. Yep. Yeah, it's, yeah. Except instead of saying Swiper no swiping, uh, IBW just like <laughs> like comes out there and beats him or whatever. Yeah, it's like clutch box no clutching. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, let's go with that. Well, uh dude, Hbox, it's I like I also like that you use the word while we're complimenting each other for our vernacular. Uh I like to uh -huh. use the word like agent of chaos cuz um, yeah. He is an agent of chaos to himself. Like, <laughs> do you guys do you guys hear the the sunglasses story from Guildhouse? No, tell, tell like, us. Somebody asked him or whatever like, dude, can you cuz like when when he played, if you go back and watch him versus Nun game 1, he dies to knee at 50%, like, for yes. all four stocks. Yes. And, like, is clearly <laughs> just not DI. Like, he gets kneed. 
in the middle of fucking FOD and just teleports to the blaster. And it's and and Scar was like, dude, I don't think he can fucking see. And he immediately whips the sunglasses off and starts playing better. And at Guildhouse, someone was like, hey man, can you actually see out of those sunglasses? And he's like, no, I can't see shit. And then he was like, but I still need them versus Peach. Yeah. Which is like, so- what, what does that mean? Like, like, I think he thinks that the psychological edge it gives him versus Peach is like more important than actually being able to see Peach. So for Peach sense, he's still gonna wear the sunglasses, even though he can't see. Because it's I mean, actually it, not it that important work. to see Peach. You're just capping her. It's more important that you send a message. So I and he's actually weighed this out in his brain. He's actually yeah. drawn a comparison. It's like <laughs> how important is my vision versus how important is it that I send a terror through my Peach opponent's spine. That guy is so ridiculous. Like and this uh, is like his brain. Yeah. But hey, it's the brain of a of a, of a champion, right? <laughs> um I've got a lot to say on H box, but really quickly I want to say that watching Lod H box, um, I did think it's like why doesn't Lod just counterpick Battlefield the entire time? Dude can't see. Like go to, go to Battlefield. There's no black. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, actually, yeah. you know what? Go fucking Black Doctor Mario. <laughs> I hate. Oh my god. Yeah, Black Doctor Mario was actually, dude. <laughs> go Black oh, Doctor Mario Battlefield. I think Lod wins that set. Yeah. But yeah. uh, okay. So here's what I want to say on HBox. Um, years ago, when HBox was winning everything, I said, and I've been trying to find this message in whatever Discord I sent it in. Because it was a fucking soothsayer shit. But I talked about an H-Box. A world where H-Box was a top 10 player, but not a top 5 player. And I was mm-hmm. like, what if, you know, he still basically loses to all these top 5 players. But mm-hmm. every now and then he'll win a tournament. And it's fun when it happens, right? I mm-hmm. said this. Mm-hmm. And what I'm seeing right now, I'm not, I don't think basically it's that, that. fun. What I want to say, <laughs> it's not fun to see him beat the people I like. When I saw him beat Lod, that wasn't fun. Actually, mm. every single person around me calling it a great set, I think we need to figure out, if you call everything a great set, then nothing's a great set. Do you see uh, Slox's tweet about it where he's like, what the hell is wrong with you people? You're all saying this is an exciting set. The floaties have controlled melee discourse for too long. <laughs> he's, not right. Good. he's not He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. don't have to watch that and call it a great set. We can say that was an entertaining and not great. But um, I do think that HBox has gotten everyone on his side. I think that it, like through irony or whatever, whatever it is, like everyone likes HBox at this point. Um, but I will say this. When I see him beat Lod, I don't like that. And when I see him mm. get whooped by Cody, I feel bad, right? I don't have this moment oh, where where I'm like, yeah. the villain got his due. I'm just like, this is sad. I feel bad for this guy now. Oh, it's, you're so it's right. Like so, <laughs> so it's not even like Team Rocket. It's like like there's no there's no suspense for you then. It's like it's like someone robbed me and then they get hit by a car. <laughs> I'm like, this sucks now. I like. That's yeah, I, I will feel, say. Right? Yeah, I, I think that was the only set of top eight that I didn't find entertaining. It, that one, uh, it felt like one of the 2020 sets when HBox was just like losing the IBDW nonstop and like in three O's. Mm. Like, was, like, yeah, I will say that was the one bad set of top or because like what set. he's gonna do is he's gonna beat you know insert player you really like here three one yeah. and like yeah. a long three one yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then he's just gonna get three would by Amsa or Zane or or Cody or et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. it's not gonna feel great to watch him do that. 
it's not going to feel as good to watch him do that as it feels as bad to watch him do it to the person who you liked in the round before. But no, I don't know. I Regardless, it's a long way to get around it. I think he's still a really good player. I wouldn't put him in top five, but I think he makes top ten. Yeah, um, I think he makes it. Let's throw Leffen in there. So now we have two more slots. Sure. Toph, do you have any guesses on who uh, I want to fill those two slots with? Yeah, I mean, I think one of them... Like, Polish was a weird one, because, like, Polish always kind of had the thing where it's, like, not enough data, but clearly very, very good. They they um, had the, the results for what they attempted. Yeah, certainly. Two H-Box wins, a Cody win. Like, yeah. right. Um, I mean, Polish might even low-key still be up there. I just think it's a little bit more wide open now. Um, In particular, like, uh, you know, if you value net play, like, maybe you have to just put Lot in there. Um, even if you don't value net play, like Log got seventh, um, I think Log should be there because he, yeah, it he had feels a great like there's tennis. a slot. I feel like there's a slot in the top ten right now that is per- perennially reserved for a peach player, <laughs> and I don't care if it's yeah. Kazu or Log <laughs> or Polish or fucking Triff, who Triff, also yeah. had a ridiculous Smash World Tour, which is the only event we saw out of Triff. Yeah. Um, it just feels like there is a slot that just goes to a peach player. And it kind of rotates around. I guess right now it's Log. Uh, I'm down to. I mean, I'm down to give it to Lod. I I don't know yeah, that Sfat has nef- definitely. Uh, I I don't know yeah. that Sfat hasn't uh, been sh- been shuffled out. Maybe Kadoran might have been bumped up a little bit. It's hard to say right now. I feel like there's definitely a a gap. It's like Hbox is probably like around eight, seven or then eight. Yeah, probably Lod. But then I don't really know. So, I, I mean, we, we talked about him. I think we just kind of slipped our minds and we actually have to do it. Jay Mook, obviously, we got to yeah, talk about. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm putting yeah. Jay Mook in top 10. I yeah, feel like that's think, not wow. crazy. Mm-hmm. It's been one really good event. Okay, what was, the, what was the worst loss? What was the worst loss from recent memory? From Smash World Tour? Frenzy? Yeah. It's not that bad. That's not that bad. That's not, bad. That's not that bad. And the it's wins were really. great, right? The wins were great. Gatsu, Gatsu, Gatsu Keizu, Keizu. Sora. Sora. Uh, and then what happened at Genesis? Fucking, you know, Plop, I mean, Cody, Lod, none, Lod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, no, does none okay. sneak in for you after Genesis? None does not sneak in. None is okay. on the precipice, I will say. And the only reason that I don't think he's going to get in through Pound mm-hmm. uh, is because we're going to go to Cecil's without Toph, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Cecil's. No, he plays better hungover. He, be- he plays better hungover, he says. True. He didn't make... He- uh, top eight. He didn't qualify for Smash World Tour when we went to Cecil's every night at Smash World Tour qualifiers. He was well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He was hungover on at least one of the days of this tournament. He was telling me like, "Oh, I'm kind of hungover," and I was like, "But you play good hungover." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, so I'll be fine." I was like, "Wow." Maybe, That's yeah, weird. maybe he went past the sweet spot for hungover uh, mm. because Must he be was like telling me he thing. was not sleeping. But yeah, yeah. um. So I, I think we're all in agreement. Laden and Jay Mook filled those last two slots. Do you mm. want to know who really is the person who I think pound his make or break for top 10? Mm. Axe? Aklo. Oh, Aklo. Okay. Sure. Aklo, sure. Aklo has always been someone who's been amazing. You talk about Smash Retour. He did great there. I think he like yep. 3-0'd Icy. He, he might have 3-0'd Espat as well. He beat Espat. Um, he has a great player. He's got a great matchup spread. We've seen him do incredible versus like, you know, all these different matchups. Um, his last term performance was winning the nightclub VIP over Cody. He beat Cody. He beat Poland. Yeah. 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 That is very true. That was, uh, Aklo just doesn't lose those, I guess. Yeah. So I could see it. I could definitely see it. I think the data's thin, 
right? It's only one tournament, really. And mm-hmm. even if you look back at Smash World Tour, that was however long ago. Um, and if, I mean, he's done well on net play, but even then, I don't think it's a ton of net play stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he really has the chance going forward. I think Pound, if he gets top eight, if he gets fifth, I think he has a, like a legit argument, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we'll see. uh definitely on that precipice right now. I think he's like probably top 15 already, right? So I would say yeah, I would feel comfortable one. giving him top 15, top 15, probably fill it out with none Polish, Kadoran, maybe throw us fed in there. You know, like I think Moki. that's a good top 15. Moki uh, uh, did not perform to his seed, but also Moki amazing. I think Moki deserves to be there. I think it's, I mean, we're, we're going off of one tournament, right? This is a, uh, this is like harkening back to the yeah. Saves Untitled days of mm-hmm, like, okay, mm-hmm. well, we saw one tournament, now to- let's do top 50. But yeah. I legitimately think that like through the data that we have um, through online to like help us mm-hmm. build up perception, mm-hmm. backed by the hard data of this online super ma- or this offline super major, I-, I legitimately would feel like somewhat comfortable going into the next event saying like these players are top 10, these players are top 15, yeah. these are the top five, etc. They have the most to gain and lose. I wish. I mean, it, it can never happen for reasons. I mean, we've tried to do it, and it, it, I, I just don't <laughs> think it really works. But I wish we had ratings. It's so yeah. cool to be able to see in like chess with like elos, and they also have a concept of like performing elo, which is so sick. Where it's like, given how this player is performing at this tournament, this is their rating for this tournament, and so you mm. can see when someone's playing well above their level or well below their level. Um, I don't think we're ever gonna get there in melee. I think we've literally tried. There was that Smashboards rating thing. And what ends up happening is Hanky Panky just becomes top 10, and it's like, well, yeah. that's wrong. So, yeah. That's the kind of yeah. world I want to live in. I mean, I like Hanky Panky. I'm down. Uh, I've always thought he was good. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you guys have thought about this more. I don't want to derail, obviously. No, it's always – hey, I'm always down to talk about how Hanky Panky should be top 10. So maybe we'll find a way. Um, maybe we'll – yeah. We'll reinstate yeah. the Elo rank, the Glico – True skill, whatever so, your ranking system. Uh, so we, you mentioned a, uh, you mentioned Akla as someone with a lot to gain from from yeah. Pound Twenty Two. Yeah, I, I actually think that. Uh, so I think he's a great pick. Um, oh, is this the segue to the next segment? Players to watch for Pound Twenty Twenty Two. I guess so. Yeah, let's let's, let's go with that. So wait, was it not the segue? I was like, damn, Edwin's up in his segue game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, so I, I think Axe is someone I would lo- I, I want to see uh, at do well at pound 22 i mean this is someone that Me had, too. had to had to run into mango early you know a very unfortunate upbeat uh in that set but we, we saw him beat mm. fiction we saw obviously we saw him yeah. a lot also but still fiction like, you know, looked incredible in those first two games by the way he three stocked mm-hmm. him game one and then fiction uh almost made a three to one stock comeback on fd so fiction you know beating fiction is is no small feat there of course mm-hmm. yeah i think that uh acts you know and depending on the depending on how the seeds get finalized or whatnot, acts as someone, you know, if he's got the bracket ahead of them, there's no, like, scary peach player. There's not, like, a, you know, scary Jigglypuff or whatnot. If he's got, like, Spacey's and Marth, honestly, even Sheik. Even yep. Sheik. He was, he was whooping, whooping people like Face Roll. Uh, uh, like, I think, I think this is someone we could see do a lot of damage at a major, especially, like, what, what will he be, like, the 13 seed or something? Not so bad. Not too bad. Yeah, 13 seed. Maybe he runs into Rusty Leffen or something like that. You, you could see you could see him taking that. Then you got yep. 
four seed versus one, get back Zane in the rematch. Like, you know, if there's if there's a time for Zane to beat him, it's now, but mm-hmm. still Axe mm-hmm. versus Marth, kind of scary. And then mm-hmm. suddenly you got Axe in the winners finals. Like I think uh I think like uh he's low-key since uh since his mega losers run at Riptide. He's you look at the numbers of the set data, obviously he's got a few lows there and like he he does yeah. drop sets. Um yeah. but I think like overwhelmingly, like you give that guy like a bracket of matchups that he's yeah. good at, he can do it. I I think we're gonna if, if I had to pick someone to watch at pound and someone that I think will make a top eight run and like do a lot better than maybe people anticipate, I think it's Axe. I think this is the event for him to do it. Uh, even the mango set, right? Like even the mango set was a really yeah, good example cool. of, uh, yeah. of, I mean, Loki quote unquote should have won, right? Like he was way yeah, up to win in that last talk. So, mm-hmm. uh, no, I'm with you. I think it's, um, that wouldn't, I think ax could go way up. He could go down or he could go up and I mm-hmm. wouldn't be too surprised kind of yeah. with the way, with totally the way he is right now. And it feels like for ax, I think one of the big questions is just kind of like how much he's feeling, uh, competing and melee, like it's. I feel like it's not that clear. I obviously had a broken thumb or whatever. Yeah. Um, but for the last couple of events, like I feel like Smash World Tour, it felt like he put a lot of expectations on himself, was kind of the vibe mm-hmm. I got. And he was he didn't do bad, but it was kind of disappointing. And now I feel like, especially just interacting with him at Genesis, I feel like he's a lot um I think he's gonna be a lot scarier at pound than he has been in yeah, the past I agree. couple months. I mean, so. honestly, even the Smash World Tour, it was like like he won two two in pools, but his his losses were what like Triff and Sora or something like. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's not like, like I guess if if you're trying to be top ten, like right, like you know you're you're yeah. gonna eventually have like a quote unquote bad loss or something. But mm-hmm. Sora is not. I know he didn't have a great Genesis. By the way, that that was insane. But anyways, but like like if, if Sora is like a bad loss or whatever, you know, like that's you can recover from that if you beat everyone yeah. else. And I think yeah. Axe is absolutely that kind of person where like when he's in his rhythm it's hard to stop him and like it like he can really get into his groove with the right bracket where do you guys put sora in the world right now because it's funny i feel like sora's this player we're coming out of again not to derail but i feel like sora's this player were like his summit performance there were a lot of he looked really good in a lot of his losses like yes. Kador, like he lost to Kador. Yeah. But everyone's yeah. like oh my god he totally could have beaten Kador. yeah uh, so i wonder if you guys feel close. like as fat loss was close and so i feel like sora's this player that like People know he's really good, but maybe the numbers don't actually, maybe the, the actual wins and losses don't really back up a particularly high seed yet. I don't know. I'm kind of curious what you guys think about it. You probably uh, I think about Genesis, it I, I think Genesis is very disappointing for, for Sora, for especially sure. with the kind of for expectations. Sure. No like, shame in getting 65th, though. Yeah, wait. Um, yeah, no, sh- no shame No shame overall, but, you know, like, Sora, yeah. Sora is top, you know, this is someone that people are putting yeah, yeah, in top yeah, yeah, 25 yeah. or top 30. But. Right. What were his yeah. wins and losses at Smash World Tour? He said Axe. Axe and Ben. Okay, good. Axe. Really good. Right. Really good. He uh he lost to Triff. He took a game off Triff, and that's why he actually uh got in through tiebreaker. That's why he got oh. into the finals. Um, he lost that set with Jmook in the finals. Um yeah. well, let's see. I'm just kind of going off the top of my head here. Let me uh actually pull up the data. Um, he beat Ben also. He did okay. yeah, he, not bad. He did beat Ben. I think he had that really close uh set face roll, which he was not able. Yeah, yeah. Face roll three one. Okay, not as close Ooh. as I imagined, but still. Um, so yeah, no, Sora is Sora's an interesting player. Sora, I think, uh, mm-hmm. someone who, huh, I'm going to say something mean, and I try to find the way, the least mean way to say it. There are people who are something good, and there are mean. people who have good results. 
And a yeah, lot of yeah, times, more of those are the same people. Right. I think Sora is someone who a lot of times will be good and might not get good results. Interesting. Uh, but I usually feel good about those players to make it through, right? Sometimes you'll see. Uh, so I could punch down. I could punch down on this guy. I think. Um, yeah. Or I could yeah. punch up. This is not a punch down. Um, Chewed at in 2017. I think was someone who was <laughs> getting good results. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so he did get good story. results, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he mentioned the story about playing. Yeah. And being like, guys, I I don't think he's that good. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I have yeah. I have a hard time saying. Shootout in 2017 was really, really good. But what I can say with a lot of confidence is that Shootout 17 got really, really good results. Good results. That's so a Sora's great comparison. Kind of the opposite, where Sora's yeah, not getting yeah. great results, but I think Sora's really good. And usually those players, if we see enough of them, we'll be able to throw it into the uh the long term. He is going to pound, he's going to function, he's going to Emerald City. He asked me, he's like, Hey Wheat, uh, do you think I should stay in on the two months? And I was like, can you like what's why am i the arbiter of this uh, you know he's he's coming he's like got a job should he ask his like boss yeah yeah it's, it's, I, uh, it's like you know what I mean? let me crunch the numbers <laughs> i had my little uh green visor on and i was like right. tapping away yeah you're good um, you're good just stay i've wired it into the government they've extended your visa <laughs> i figured it out yeah yeah i'm gonna yeah. propose to you at some point and then uh yeah. then we'll call yeah. it off <laughs> yeah Art, go yeah. through it yeah. who knows We'll yep. see how it goes. No, but uh, if he does end up staying a little bit longer, I think that we can only see good results from that. Um, mm -hmm. But I want to talk about Axe for a sec, because we, we talk about good players, talk about good results. Axe is a very funny player, because when you talk about Axe, we know Axe is good, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone knows Axe is good. But we talk about top 10 players, we talk about top 15 players. I don't think any of us are really throwing Axe in there. Uh, if he gets thrown not in, yet. it's not with a lot of certainty. But not yet, at least. the difference between that like what he does and what those players do is I think you look at those players who are already in there and it's the fact that like, give them any bracket, they'll do fine. Right. I give us yeah. a bracket. I'm not really worried about S fat getting 33rd in a lot of brackets. Um, and, but it's ax who it's like, yeah. What if he sees ice climbers into puff into peach? What if, or, or what if he right. sees Falco into two Mars? The right. There's a, so much better. There's and there's more difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just like he is someone who um is very match dependent and like he's always been like that, right? He he mm. was like that when he won Summit. <laughs> well, he was matchup dependent, but like, you know, if he was um he was matchup dependent in the sense that like if he ran into Armada, yeah. it'd be like, okay, this matchup's really low. But if he ran into who's the second best peach back then? Uh maybe Triff for a while. Yeah, I don't Triff. know. I feel like I don't know if he, I don't know if he's played Triff, so maybe it's not the greatest example, but I feel like there was this, there was definitely a time where, like, I don't know, if I'm just imagining my mental model of, like, 2017 Melee, he runs into Triff, and it's like, okay, this matchup's really good for Peach, but Axe is really good, and he's yeah, gonna I, win this. I know like, he's gonna win this. Like, he yeah, I know what you mean, although I, although I will say, when Triff and Axe played, it legit, uh, I think it was Smash Bros. it legit looked hopeless. And, like, it, but in 2021. Yeah, in, yeah. yeah, in 2017. That's what yeah. I'm saying. 2017, 2018, 2019. I feel like he was matchup dependent, but only insofar as like the, the top very best, yeah, five to whatever players, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. That, no, yeah, he I, was. I think he's still matchup dependent. I just think that the matchups that he is uh, not great in, it's that the parity is now different than it was years ago, right? Uh, oh. I think those players are better, and I think that he is worse at those matchups. But what he does have is he's still damn good at those matchups. He is. There's a chance. Give him a bracket where it's you know. 
um, like uh, Kodoran into Amsa into Zane. And I mm-hmm. might say that he wins all those, right? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have record where it's fucking uh, Slug into Lod into, you know, Hbox. And I think he loses all those. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't you have a bracket with like mom, and it's already like, uh oh. <laughs> like, right? You know, it's funny with him too. I've always wondered why his secondaries are so good. Uh, actually, you know what? No, he, no, I, I'm about to say this thing, and now I realize he actually, I was like, shouldn't he play more? Shouldn't he counterpick more? But I, I, now that I kind of think about it, he kind of did do that, at least for ICs. Yeah. He would go Falco for ICs. I think, he, if anything, I think he could do that more. His secondaries are so good. Like, uh, so we- good. Do we ever share Ambi's uh, Fox theory? What's the Fox theory? Uh, he just he Eric just swears. I can't believe I'm bringing this up. He like loves it, and I, I hate it so much. But he's like, yeah. he's like Axe loves running forward and like hitting his opponent with neutral air and just like throwing out all this mm-hmm. fast stuff. If Axe seriously just dedicated himself to Fox, he'd be oh, so good. That. He just yeah. uh, there's too much Pikachu merch out there. I agree. There. I agree. Um, the problem is that when he plays his secondaries, I feel like he doesn't play as like when he plays Pikachu. He's he's really good at disengaging, is what I notice. Like he'll mm-hmm. like back off and he'll like reset to neutral when he needs to. But when he plays his secondaries, he he's all in all the time because they're mostly friendlies characters. Right. Um, but I think that if he played Fox and played Fox in tournament enough that he would play to win. And he started backing off and resetting neutral the way he does with Pikachu. I could totally see it. I don't think this theory is that bad at all. But and he's got the tech skill. When's the last time you saw Axe miss a fucking ledge dash? This fool does not miss ledge dashes ever. He could do that with Fox, and it'd be really good. But anyway, I don't want to sound like Blur here. <laughs> Getting dangerously close. I know. Uh, crack crackpot theories, right? Yeah. Um, Blur, Andy, <laughs> crackpot theories. <laughs> Something that happened blood. in Genesis that's pertinent, by the way, is uh, so Ralph now the the perfect melee player, um, because he's a really technical fox, <laughs> but he goes Pikachu for certain matchups. He goes Pikachu for Falcon. He goes Pikachu for Marth. Uh, he snuffed out John Wick's legendary run. Yes, with Pikachu, and probably would have continued. John Wick apparently just doesn't lose the spaces, is what I keep hearing. Um, yeah, he goes that's Pikachu. Like Mm-hmm. This whole I thing. Six and then the funny X, thing is, Ralph, but, uh, the way Ralph loses is he finally runs into Axe <laughs> and he gets Pikachu. Uh, but anyway, uh, will we see no, Swift versus Axe at Pound? I want to see it, dude. Have uh, we see ever it? seen a high level like Pikachu do? I, I, I've been following oh. Melee for a while. I know a good amount about results. I've legit never seen a top level like Pikachu Ditto in my life. When we were doing Genesis with a T, um, I was in charge of the exhibition matches, which I think went great. Um, Mango, sorry, Mango, uh, MKLeo, Spargo, still an amazing melee. Set. Um, when I when I was doing that, yeah, we were we were brainstorming some ideas, and uh, we had a, something that dropped through, and I almost had to do a backup plan, which was Swift versus Axe first to five, um, uh-huh. and I think it was Patty who was like, "Do you think they want to watch?" up to nine games of a Pikachu Ditto. <laughs> and uh, instead we went with like Sora, Sunsei or something. I don't know. Whatever it was, yeah, yeah. whatever the backup was, was very fun, I will say. But yeah, we were close to something. I don't think the seeding gives us anything like... Uh, so just go Fox, right? Like, wouldn't he just go... That's the that question, be... yeah. I, I don't really know if, if that's one of his matchups where he goes Pikachu and 
if he's really a Pikachu made with a Fox secondary, then I think he'd go Pikachu, but uh, he might be on the sly a Fox mm-hmm. made with Pikachu secondary, but I won't mm-hmm. talk about that. Um, let's go through, uh, speaking of Fox players who have secondaries for certain matchups, uh, let's talk about Pipsqueak. Pipsqueak is... Yeah, he's going to be a pound. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a pound. He's going to be at Low Tide City. He's going to be at the function. Of course, he's going to finish off this run at Summit. All thanks to Melee Stats, of course. Yeah, of um, course. And BTS, but uh, Melee Stats first. What do you guys think about him? So he's got a bracket. He's got a tough bracket, right? He is um, yeah. cursed by being... One of the top eight players, one of the top 16 players, and one of the top 32 players. And his current curse is being one of the top 16. So he has Logan, who I think is could be difficult, but I I, I do think that... Um, okay. I'm not about to, to say that Pip is losing that necessarily. I think his Falcon's really good versus Marth. But, yeah, he actually might go Falcon. Oh, he will go Falcon. Yeah, he um, loves yeah. Falcon Marth. He hates Falcon yeah. Marth. Yeah, he uh he he's all cookbooked out, even though it's just like one matchup. He he loves that. Um the the scary thing is Zane, right? That is that is yeah, the one right there. That's not so good. Um, considering he's the uh, current melee stats player, I will say that he will beat Zane. It'll be one of the craziest upsets right, ever. Yeah. Um no doubt. he will go okay. Pikachu. He he formally went Pikachu for uh I think don't think that lasted very long. He no, uh, I don't think it did either. He had the Pikachu, he had the Sheik, and now he's finally on Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh but yeah like realistically what are we what are we looking at here because i think he he is a player who so amazing and is at a tournament that is so stacked where he might just perform to seed right it might be one of those things where it's like what's the seed what did you say it was 16 16 he might just get 13th here i think he beats logan i think I he think loses so to zane and then he goes to losers. And what he happens played, to losers? Let me pull up the pound bracket. How do I go Scarazzo? to the pound bracket? Skerzo. Skerzo's pretty good. Skerzo's pretty good, but I don't think is better than Pipsqueak. What's the I think name of the pound? The ditto is very, very de- deadly. It's I, I have a lot of respect for Skerzo as a player. I think he's solid too. Yeah, but, he's getting good. But I'll take Pipsqueak's chances in the ditto against. I think Pipsqueak. so too. Yeah. So, I, so played, I played both of those guys in Fox Dittos recently, and... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, P- Pipsqueak is much more difficult. Much, 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 much more difficult. So if he beats Skurzo, he makes it to top 16. That's placing seed. Uh, and then here is where it becomes interesting because that is projected to play uh, Polish. Polish player who he beat at mm. a special tour finals. And then... Who beat? Up- who beat? What? Who beat who? Pipsqueak well, beat Polish. Split. No. Pipsqueak and then, beat Polish? And yeah, then what happened in special bracket, tour? They... Pipsqueak beat uh beat them in pools, and then what happened in bracket was that Polish beat Pipsqueak. Wow. So wow. going into this, who knows, right? This is this one, is a one. fun one. Uh and then okay. lot after that projected. Yes. So that I mean, going through there makes top eight. These are this is a well-earned top eight, right? We just talked about Polish as a former top ten player who's still top fifteen, still has the ability to easily get back to top ten. Um, and we talk about Lod as a current top ten player, so this is mm-hmm. no small. Thing. But I, I feel I've got some faith in this uh, this little Swede that we talk about. I think he's gonna do it. I think I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna do it. I think he's gonna grind with Triff like all week, and he's gonna be. I, I think so too. Me and Edward I think on the same he's page. On a plane yeah. currently. <laughs> huh? I think he's on a plane right now. He's grinding with Triff from the plane on satellite Wi-Fi. 
Yeah, I think, that, uh, I think that Logan would be a little tricky just because, like, I, I think... Um, nah, he's going to give him the cookbook. I, th- I think he'll beat Logan also, but I, I do think that, like, it's, it's still Logan, right? And, like, EU, while while uh, Pip has grinded out that matchup a lot, like, on the theory end and also just, like, played yep. it a lot with some, some yep. of the Swedish marks, I think Logan is a, a bit of a caliber, like, above what, what he might be used to. For his yeah, for his Falcon, but I think he, but I think he'll figure it out. I think he'll do it. He's put Dude, a lot. Of- I think he could beat Logan the Fox. I think he could beat the Fox. I, I think there's a there's a world, but uh, yeah, I think if he, he doesn't. Do that, but Pip, yeah, he loves if he doesn't Falcon. feel confident in the Fox, and then that's not a world where he's beating him, right? It's yeah, that type of it, thing. I think it's important to have a game plan going in. I think he should. I don't know. I don't know. I like the Falcon pick. I like the Falcon pick. I think it'll do well. Yeah, he, he um, loves it too. Like he he thinks the matchup is more fun. He he loves you know hitting Marth with Falcon. Like he and it, obviously like the kind of person Pipsqueak is like you know like yeah he sees the structure in the matchup and he kind yeah. of sees like what he needs yeah. to do and he does he doesn't feel like he can't do anything. He I feels agree. like there's always a chance for him to like do. It what makes he it a wants. good tournament matchup, right? Because yeah, from yeah, the yeah, point yeah. of view of as long as you understand the punish game, there's always a way back into the matchup. There's always yeah. a way back, even if you go down two stocks. You can always make a comeback in Falcon Marth because mm-hmm. you have the neutral, you have the better, you have the you have the dash chance to actually whiff punish Marth, and then if you know the combos, you can kill him. So I think against Zane, it's not going to be enough, but I think against Logan, um, yeah, I don't know. Logan, I mean, Logan's a big question mark. Logan's peaks are extremely high, yeah, um, obviously, but. Yeah, and I, I, I guess with Pipsqueak, I mean, it's really more of a question of like we don't have that much data on Pipsqueak, but I don't know. I, I would, I would say sixty forty Pipsqueak. I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually predicting Pipsqueak here. Yeah, I, I think he'll win. Tbh, I, I feel pretty comfortable saying Pipsqueak's a top thirty player. I think Logan, yeah. um, his peaks are top thirty, but it's about how often we see those peaks. Now, last time mm-hmm. we saw him with Smash Camp, I thought he did pretty well. I don't think he actually ended up, yeah. taking any incredible sets. Off. <laughs> true, very true. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what's going on with Logan. You know, uh, mm-hmm. as I said, he came up to me at Smash Camp, and uh, he said that he now has three extra frames on his controller because he got his controller modded wrong, and it gave him three extra frames of lag. Um, I don't know what the science is behind that, so I can't. Who said this? Logan. Who said this? <laughs> Logan. Did. What does that mean? I couldn't tell you. He came up to me and he apologized for saying that the TV was lagging at Smash World Tour because yeah. he was like, Rihanna and I just looked at my controller. Someone soldered it wrong. We fixed it. I had three frames of lag and now they're gone. So I'm I'm good. I don't know what any of this means, but I was just like, that's great, Logan. Uh, I'm glad you have those three frames. Capacitors can induce <laughs> la- like delay into a controller lag, if you want to call it that, uh, on the order of like milliseconds. If you turn it, okay, 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 okay. Granted, I actually was using. Remember, remember that one cursed summit where everyone was bouncing back and forth between Goomwave builds. Oh, do I remember that? So I actually had I had my Goom. I didn't obviously I didn't play in the tournament, but I was playing friendlies, and I had my Goomwave on me, and I was on one of those builds, and I it I I it defaulted your pod or whatever to fucking maximum, and it was such that if I tried to do shine. And then wave dash back out of my shine, like wave dash backwards. I would wave dash in place, wave dash down, and I gave my controller to Cody and some other people, and we were all getting side wave dash down, and we were like, "Whoa, that's weird," because the the electrical signal for the the sideways input was really slow. Mm. 
So maybe that's what Logan meant. Maybe it was something like that. Three frames sounds like a lot. All I'm saying is that this Logan is playing with three frames that he didn't have before. So three frames. Knows. Yeah. I'm still confident in Pipsqueak. I say give Logan three frames and I'll still take Pipsqueak. So we'll see. Um, I would love to see Pipsqueak make top eight here. I think this is very doable, but very hard, right? It's, yeah, it's not easy, but it is within his ability. I think this is something where it's definitely improving grounds. And regardless improving of what grounds. Here, Yeah. Improving grounds or a grooving pound? Ooh. Man, if only we could end the episode there, but unfortunately, we've got a few yeah, more nice. segments. <laughs> you can edit that into the, uh, you know, you put that at the front of the video as like the yeah. intro, you know, mm-hmm. put that at the front, and then <laughs> melee stats, waiting for game, and then the podcast starts, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, just an idea for yeah. you. Um, for sure. That's now, the theme song right there. Perfect ideas, throwing them all out. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're, we're talking about top eight here. We're talking about if Pips, we can make it. Obviously, yeah. the, the bigger question in this top eight is, uh, you know, who is going to win? We are seeing Zayn hot off a of victory. We in saw IBW, who looked amazing. Mm-hmm. We saw Mango, who dude, he, he won not too long ago. Don't forget. And and uh, he you know, he won Summit. That wasn't too long so ago. Now we're back. I'm looking at this Brack, and yes. Wizzy's not going again, I guess. Wizzy's, like, still sick or whatever. Is that what's going on? I, no Wizzy. Yeah, I believe Wizzy is not in. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's fucked, because if we had Wizzy, this would be, like, the fucking most ridiculous top eight, like the top eight, because this time it feels like okay, we we also need plop, yeah. But um, so we don't have plop. Okay, that's fine. But just in terms of like Rossi, like I'm looking at the top eight seeds, and it's like Zayn, you know, Cody, Mango, Leffen, Hbox, uh, I forget how to read these things. Amsa, Laud, none. Right, like that's like pretty fucked. Like. Even if there are fewer overall entrants, fewer, like, I would say the top 64 is probably not going to be a stack because Genesis is top 64. Mm-hmm. But the top eight easily could be. Could be even yeah. more stacked, right? So, um, yeah, this might be a tough one. People are going to be a little more, bit more prepared. But Zane's going to be comfortable. It's in his it's in his backyard, basically, right? He's he's 30 minutes away from the venue. He's not going to be. Um, and he's got, I, I think Zane also, I will say, mentality-wise, is not... The type of player, dude. There's this. There's a fucking. Um. There's a video from. Um. There's a video from like 2015, Apex 2015 or Apex Apex 2014. I think. I don't even remember saying this, but someone was interviewing me, or they were they're ter- t- taking up like one of those camcorders around the venue, and I was saying like I don't think Mango's going to do that good this weekend because he just mm. wants something big, and I feel like he plays bad when he just wants something big. So Zane's I don't like think that. Zane is that kind of player. Zane's not no. like that. He doesn't let up on the gas just because he wants something big. On the flip side, I think Mango is going to be playing better because I think yeah. he is going to yeah. really – he has something to prove. Like he, Mango doesn't go to pound if he get even if Mango got like top three in Genesis, I don't think he's going to pound. Night, though, he wants to wash that, that fucking aftertaste out of his mouth, right? Um, so I think it's almost to me, it's less about is Zane going to play good? And it's more – like I think Zane's going to be Zane. And he's going to be mm. super solid. And, I, I, and I'm looking at his bracket and it's like I think he's going to beat none outside of top eight, in top eight. Um, I guess he's seated to play Leffen, and I guess we should talk about that after this. But for me, one of the other questions is like, just what's Mango going to look like? And I think Mango's going to look good. I agree. Yeah, Um. so the interesting thing about Zane, mm-hmm. and I think you can apply this to Cody, um, this, this might be a new school versus old school thing, but I don't think they have yeah. a second, second gear, right? Mango, Hbox, I think they've got second gears. I think they've yeah. got the time yeah. where it's like, 
Okay, time to <laughs> kick into this next gear. I'm going to suddenly play better than I've had all tournament. Um, yeah. But also, like, our, I don't think Armada had a second gear. Which, so it's, it's not, set, really. not, a, not having a second gear is not anything to scoff at because what Zane and IBW uh, and Armada, I guess, uh, what they're able oh. to do. I, yeah. I will interject here, actually, and I will say that having talked with Zane about this pretty extensively, I think he does have a second gear. But really? it's just not as it's not as visible. It's not as like obvious as like Mango. Like when Mango's, it's like a one there times are and then goes to one point one. <laughs> yeah, it what it ends up looking like is like he's doing certain. Zane will do certain options in certain matchups where they're more like nervous habits versus like. Uh, but hmm. he's also pretty good at shifting back into. So it's like a little less. It's less like in your face. It's like it's less like Mango running off the fucking stage and whatever but well anyway, anyway. i mean but your I, point stands i think it's less it's less clear cut well i mean what i think is that mm -hmm. hbox and mango can fucking go super saiyan right like that's what they oh, have I see. and I zane see. is yeah, yeah, yeah. very good all the time uh and then we've definitely seen losses where he is not able to keep up with the changes that have been made right like unfortunately the idea of zane losing two sets of grants is something that we've seen before but mm -hmm. that being said mm -hmm. he's the force here right i've talked about this before uh, so let me you know, you guys are very nice to me, so I'm sure you will. But to Twitch chat, let me uh, continue my analogy without people getting mad at me. But Zane is kind of the new Armada in the sense that he is the guy to beat, right? He is the perfect player. He is the, like, he is, any tournament he goes to, he's probably likely to win more than anyone else. Regardless of whether or not he's the first seed. He wasn't the first seed yeah. in Genesis. I think everyone agreed that he had the most chance to win. Um, so because of that, he's like this player who it's like, I'm okay with Zane winning, but it'd be really fun if this guy won over Zane, right? That was Armada. Armada was like, I think people were like, okay, Armada won, but it was really, really fun when Armada lost, mm. right? Those are the best sets right. of all time. If you look at our like March Madness bracket, it's like anyone beating Armada is like an amazing set. Um, mm -hmm. Zane is like that right now, but what he's not doesn't have is the trophy case that Armada has. Zane, yeah. Zane has Genesis uh, 7, Genesis 8, Shine 2018, but you go from there and it's like, mm -hmm. okay, Smash Summit 10, like the online one, uh, you know, he's got he's got a lot of online stuff, but like yeah. the in-person stuff, it kind of trickles off after those three. Yeah. So it is very funny, right? Like he is the guy to beat. He's the guy who's like, you know, he's the Ivan Drago. He's like, okay, like we the hero has to beat this guy, um, but he really doesn't have... <laughs> all of the stuff that like the that the villain has right he's he's a very interesting person in that case um yes it's also not as um and maybe this is an artifact of that uh the trophy case thing like you said as i say this i'm thinking about a joke that somebody made after uh maybe even zane made after receiving the genesis 8 trophy okay. um that i'm not going to go into uh but anyways <laughs> um and you guys can use your imaginations about this uh, joke yeah. Um, if you need to pull up photos of the Genesis trophy to, for reference here, you can go ahead and do so. But anyway, a very um, beautiful trophy, but... beautiful trophy that's shaped like a teardrop, <laughs> right? Really epitomizing. The, anyway, not going to go into the shape of that trophy. So, uh, right. The other thing that I think we don't quite have with Zane is I feel like we don't have that same sense of, well, maybe it's just me because I'm on Golden Guardians, but I feel like it's not as you know, like you said with like with Ramada, it's like it's like fun when he loses. It's like oh, yeah. I feel like with Zane, it's not quite to that level. No, no, right? Not, not at all yet. You feel that way too, right, Edwin? 
Yeah, I feel like when Zayn loses, everybody's like, "Oh, like Zayn, Zayn played so bad. Like I feel so sad for him because he's so good." Yeah, I don't. I feel like Armada so never got that benefit. Well, for Zayn so hard. It's I think what happens is people <laughs> pop off in the moment, and then at, like five minutes later, they're like, "Oh, Zayn lost, right?" It's like Zayn Zayn loses yeah. some eleven, and people are like popping off that mega one, and then afterwards, it's like, I guess it kind of stinks that Zayn had to be. Yeah, the Zayn one played so bad. Him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, no, see, he's definitely a really interesting figure, but he's he's earned that, right? So it's it, we're at the point in his career where you know I, I believe he made the fucking top ten all time for the melee stats uh, all time list. Um, he has mm-hmm. a a lot like he he has a career that's really amazing and he's really amazing and he's just this really good player. He made top ten before winning Genesis Eight. I might might yeah know. yeah. So he's only going to go up. Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously. But he's at a very interesting crossroads where, like, a lot of the players who are above him had these periods of complete dominance, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. while you could argue that his period of complete dominance happened to be while we were online, it still falls a little flat, right? If he comes out and he, you know, he he didn't win Summit 11, he didn't win Summit 12. Um, so, like, definitely we're at a point where, I don't want to say it's make or break for him, but this is the the next phase of his career. He won Genesis 8. He's got a very doable shot at winning Pound. He's got a great shot at winning Summit, probably. You know, like, this is the part where we... This is um, 2015 for Armada, right? Armada's 2015 was going from an amazing player to the best player of all time. Right. Zayn's probably not going to become the best player of all time suddenly in a year, but this is where he goes from, oh, this guy's really great, to suddenly becoming the next like dominant person in the scene yeah it does feel like he could like if you came from like a year from now in a time machine you were like yeah zayn actually just won the last 15 yeah this was the turning point right yeah i'd be like yeah all right that sounds completely believable i I think it's funny maybe we should talk about it um i think one of the big question marks is the the guy that beat him (laughs) 5-1 in their most recent set which you know long sets are a little different all this stuff but but it that looked repeatable. The way he was beating him, it's not like it's not yeah. like Zayn was slipping up and like it. It like he was. If you if you ever watch Marth Sheik at a top level, it's not as simple as like oh Sheik gets a grab and she gets an easy like mm-hmm. a bajillion percent and like she back airs me off stage and I'm dead. It's like he has to actually like outplay Zayn. He yeah. has to like slowly take space back against him. Like if it was that easy, like we would have seen Mook like beat beat Zayn like handily. I thought the way that Leffen beat, like, I know it's an exhibition, so it's not the same as tournament, but if you watch the game tape, the way that Leffen was beating him, the situations that he kept winning over and over again, that's like, mm-hmm. he's better playing him in, in that moment, like, for, mm-hmm. for the matchup. So I think, you know, I, I think it's going to be scary for him because he, he has to not only worry about Leffen, but I believe based on how the bracket is turning out, even if Leffen somehow loses early, Chances are Leffen's gonna lose to Axe early if, if there's someone to beat him. Mm. And then Zane's gotta run into him and deal dealing with uh obviously you know Mango coming off a pretty rough Genesis performance, looking to yeah. looking for the up, you know, for to, to beat Zane again. You have yeah. IVDW who we saw take Zane down to the wire. It's yeah. uh I don't think I think I, I, I agree with Wheat that we are in a transition where it does seem like Zane has the highest odds to win the event. But it doesn't quite feel like it, even though we it it seems like he's had that position 
for like yeah. three years, right? This yeah. is the, the, you had such a great analogy. We, it really is like uh, Armada in early 2015. Like, is this the turning point? Is this when he stops going from guy with the highest odds to win every turn to just the, you know, de facto best player in the world and it's all offline? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, maybe, and may, maybe that happens, but w- will it happen at pound? I got to say, the, the way that the bracket is shaking up, it, it, I, I don't, I don't know if I if it will happen. Well, you know what? You mentioned his bracket. We talked about Leffen. Leffen, um, I mean, that J-Mook said, you fucking work behind me. And you're like, if he just does like a 20-minute lesson with uh, Leffen, he wins that set. Yeah. Uh, there was, and- yeah the, the first winners, the first winners finals, it yeah, was literally like, I, like I, 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 it, it was literally like J-Mook was starting to figure it out like in the middle, but he kept like getting nared from ledge. Yeah. And he, he he kept getting like nared from ledge. He he was dropping edge guard. Mm-hmm. Zane was like beating by the corner, and it, it's literally like one of those things where it's like, if you just like, like Jamie's a smart guy. Like you watch the you watch the Leffen set like for and you see like kind of like those are very fixable things. So I think you know moving forward, Leffen, Zane, yeah, Leffen yeah. wins that one set, right? Like yeah, I think so. Whatever you want to say, about, I don't know if Leffen gets there. I don't know if Leffen gets to winners. Like final. if you hand him the controller. If you literally yeah. tag team him in, Leffen wins that mm-hmm. set. Uh, because Jmook did great, but Jmook, you saw him get a grab and he was not getting as much as Leffen did. You saw him at ledge and he was not getting yeah. as much as Leffen did. Um, it's very weird, right? It's, it's Leffen like, is I, I would say Leffen is pretty clearly the best cheek against Marth right now, even yeah. in terms of punishing him. It's that's really what's scary. It's so weird to say that, right? Because we've not yeah. seen it in tournament. And we've seen yeah. a lot of great Sheik Marth in tournament. Um, but mm-hmm. I think I might say he might be the best Sheik versus Marth. I want to see it in an actual set on an actual stage. Mm-hmm. But Agreed. even if that doesn't happen, uh, Edwin, you mentioned he could have Axe. Because uh, if, Axe beats, if Axe beats <laughs> Leffen, Axe gets Amsa. Amsa Axe has been, that's one of Axe's matchups. If you want to talk about Axe's matchups. Um, even Amsa versus Zayn is not something that I think is, is completely... Um, like a foregone conclusion. I don't know. Yeah, this this is a this is an interesting tournament because it's Zane's transition from being someone who enters a tournament and we're like he's most likely to being what people did in 2015. Do you guys remember this? I don't know. Uh I'm going to admit that I used Reddit. Um but anytime there's an announcement for a player entering a tournament. So a Reddit post and it says Armada's coming to you know, Gommel or whatever. Whatever, you know, Armada's coming to uh, DreamHack, you know, whatever it was, all the comments said, congratulations to Armada for winning blank, right? That was the joke. The joke was Armada signs up for something, he's going to win. Zayn, I don't think we feel that way. Zayn is likely to win, but it's not a foregone conclusion. And this is kind of an interesting part for him to get there. Um, So I guess, like, we can put our money where our mouth is. I mean, not literally money. I think we've already all bet this this (laughs) podcast so far. Um, But who do you guys think wins? If you had to take a guess. Hmm. Oh, it's so tough. I know it's not fun to say the person who's most likely, but if anyone says Zane, you know, go ahead. I'll say Zane. You have I to, mean, right? as as the Gold Guards I, member, I, I you know, I'm contractually like obligated. Gotta, you could have said none. I I I don't know. I feel like for Zane, the, the reason I say, I could say none. The reason I say Zane is because unlike other top players who I think they win an event and they go, they're happy and they're like Okay, nice. And then they kind of like take their foot off the gas a little bit. I feel like for Zane, if anything, he was playing Genesis with a lot of ex- a lot of expectations. Yeah. And now I feel like he's satisfied those expectations. And I feel like he's going to go into pound 
If anything, I think he's going to play better. I wouldn't be surprised if he literally goes into pound and he just fucking throws everybody because he's just playing loose. Like, you remember, like, even the Cody set, I think Cody was playing, I would say Cody was playing really good against Zane. I don't think Zane was playing that good, especially at the start. He was playing kind of shaky. Um, and even in the Yoshi's game, like, he was playing pretty, I would say, restrained. He was playing very careful, very cautious. Uh, I would not be surprised to see Zane just fucking shit on everybody. Because I think I think he actually is going to be less, um, like, worried. So, yeah, I think he's going to play looser and better. Low-key. Noke? Edwin, what do you think? That's my That's my call. You know, um, I'm gonna say Mango. I um, I, I think he'll I think he'll uh, recompose, or I think he'll uh, I think he'll he'll kind of get over his shaking showing at uh, at Genesis. I think he's got a good bracket ahead of him. I, in top 64, he has Calvar into Fiction. So I think uh, Calvar like Mango plays against Marth so much. I can't imagine that. Yeah, I can't imagine. I, I think Calvar is pretty good, and he's had like a pretty solid year, good Genesis run. But I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if if you're gonna pick like a okay like that's safe for Mango like I think playing a Marth is like what what he needs to kind of like mm-hmm. warm himself up and get back in the routine after Mango he's projected to play Fiction I think uh, Mango can enter I think like while Fiction's like tough and can be really annoying I think like Mango would rather like if we're talking about something like in his comfort zone he would rather play someone that he's played with before and someone that like he's trained with like mm-hmm. Fiction. I think, uh, and then after that into HBox, I don't see. I mean, is it possible that HBox beats him again? Yeah, I guess. But like, yeah. But I, I expect Mango to take that, and then from there, you know, he, he has prop most likely IBDW into most likely Zane or, or into either Zane or Leffen. Maybe Axe if that happens. But uh, I think Mango's path is good. I think the circumstances are all there, kind of like for a Mango return run. I'm gonna say, yeah, Mango. I think he wins Pound Twenty Twenty Two. These are all beautiful stories, but that's what they are. They're just stories. This is not what's because... actually going to happen. Because what is going to happen is uh, this is the guy who I talked to after the event. Who uh, This is someone who is watching them after an event that they lost. You don't get to see this guy a lot, but what I saw, I saw a happy Cody Schwab. I saw a Cody Schwab that lost to a guy who literally beat him in his first tournament, who got upset by the 21st seed. And I saw a guy who was so incredibly happy about what performance he put up. Mm-hmm. What he mm-hmm. did versus Zane was amazing. I literally think, you know, in a hundred scenarios, I think it's literally 50, 50. We just happen to live in one of the Zane ones. Mm-hmm. Um, what he has worked towards to get to this level. We, I talked about with Ambi at Genesis. I said, does he have the best uh, like matchup spread as a Fox player? He, I think this whole time we just were like, it's always left, right? It's always left. Mm-hmm. I think it's Cody right now. I think Cody has, if you give me um, like a. I think Cody's like favorite against Leffen, by the way. That's, that could be true too. If yeah, you give I me a random really character and you say like, you don't know who it's going to be. It's a like a mystery box. And it's like, you need to put up a Fox player to beat whatever mystery character this is. I pick Cody. Um, there's definitely matchups where Leffen's better Fox, but uh, in, in like, a random grab bag i think cody does better and um yeah i mean cody's whole thing recently has been winning summit 12 and then living with the the burden you know so to speak of of expectations um and i know he's he had that tournament uh uh 
nightclub VIP where he lost a swooper because <laughs> he didn't know the swooper yeah. uh, had only 20 bucks in his wallet or whatever, like whatever, whatever the story was. Um, I know he had that, uh, but what he was doing at Genesis, I think was really great. It legit cemented to me that there is a very, very real possibility where we end the year and it's just Zane and Cody are our two best players. That's what happens. They might not win every tournament, but those are our guys. And I, hey, I you're calling it the tier. You're calling it the tier. I'm, I'm hearing it, tier. Call it the Zane Cody Damn, tier. Dude. That's Dang. crazy. They're That's crazy. The sweet life of Zane and Cody. The sweet, the Dang. sweet tier of Zane and Cody. I think that's what's gonna happen. All right. I I believe in him. Okay. He also came up to me. He came up to me at Destiny Fan at like five o'clock on Friday or, yeah, and he uh, put his arms around us. He's like, I love hanging out with you guys. No, and I was like, I don't really remember hanging out with Cody. Everything I've, it's been at a tournament, like every time. It's, yeah, I like Cody a lot. You just take it, just take that. But I was like, sure. Yeah, Cody, yeah, always, no, yeah, Cody, Cody always very emphatically greets me. He's, yeah. he's arguably, um, yeah, he greets me very emphatically. I think so. He's very happy to see. I don't think it's just me. I think he's just happy to see people in general, uh, corroborating your story. So yeah, he's very, very much a sweetheart. Yeah, um, I I think it's really great. I you know what, uh, I Edwin talked about how going to the to Genesis, it felt like we are yeah. have a different standing of the scene. I feel that way too, where I like all the players now. I'm like, oh, I personally like these guys. Yeah, and, I like everybody. Uh, and now I have to root like against. It's like, like what? There's I, like I like Xbox. Xbox was the last one I needed to like, and now I like him. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I think it's like Sora vs. Fiction is happening here. Uh, and I'm like, dude, what the? I was like, what the fuck is this? I, I, uh. Oh, that was a Jenny? Oh, was a Genesis? No, it's it's going to be a pound. I like both oh, of them pound. so much. I was like, what are you going to do? Okay. So, yeah, it's it's very fun to be put in situations where you have to, like, you yeah, know. Makes total Well, sense. I hope my one friend beats my other friend, but I, I guess that is a blessing. But yeah, no, I think, I think Cody is amazing. I think. And, and this is the thing, right? This is his chance to show it's not just the Zane show uh, and summit 12 was not just a one-off. And I think that yeah, agreed. he's definitely a player who can do that. So I hope to see that. And uh, I guess we will, we will find that out. In a, Soon. A, only a, in a few, few days. days. In a few days. <laughs> but that's in the future for now, before we leave, we've got some questions for you from the Patreon. Um, oh, questions for Toph. Here we go. We got some questions for Toph. This is a question that was a whole different I did this last time before. Yes. yes, yes, that you did. Um, yeah. Okay, here we go. This was a question that we asked Mikey last week. It was a little more pertinent to this episode, but uh, yeah, it was it was asked again, and you know what? I think it's a pretty damn good question. Okay. Uh, go. This is from Zadreo. What's your favorite okay. pizza topping? Ooh. Um... This is gonna be crazy. You guys aren't gonna be able to guess it. Onion. Whoa. Yeah. I never get onion by itself, but like chicken onion, bacon and onion, garlic, onion garlic. It's like it's something that you can just throw on with anything else and it just enhances the texture. It enhances the flavor. It makes the texture the, the flavor a little bit more complicated. Mm. You know, red onion yeah. in particular. But white onion's oh. fine too. Um red onion, onion on like a barbecue pizza. That's, a, that's yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. See, really see, see, see. So I think onion actually because usually if I'm ordering a pizza, it's not just going to be one topping. And I would never just do one. Yeah. But I would do onion and one other thing, okay. like, often. So I'm going to say onion. 
You know what, Tove? That's an amazing story because what happened last week was that Mikey said pepperoni, and I told a story that I half remembered and I mistold it. I told a story yeah. of someone who said that their favorite topping was pineapple, but they never get it by themselves. But it'd always be what they get on the second yeah. if they get yep. two. Yeah. The truth was this was mm. uh, at Smash Camp. Yams, who was a pool captain for J Mook's pool mm-hmm. at Genesis Eight, um, who also cooked us delicious food uh, yeah. outside the cabin. He said his favorite pizza topping was mushroom. But he would not get oh. mushroom by itself. If it's just one topping, he'd get you'd get you something know, else. You'd get pepperoni, pepperoni yeah, sausage, or whatever. Agreed. But right. if it's two, Makes sense. mushroom's always there. It's such and a good yeah, exactly. Mikey That's found that very I'm interesting. And I'm glad that you basically are saying the same thing. Onions number Kinda one. Echo that, right? But yeah. would not be number one if it was only one. Interesting. Yeah. Now, yeah. my question for you. Um mm. So red onion, it sounds like you've got you know the, the nice bite to it. Have you ever had yeah. caramelized onion on a pizza? Probably, I probably I like, have. I like I like that I sounds have. good. That like sounds like a good. Balsamic or like a yes, you know, yeah, at like a kind of a slightly bougier place. Yeah, yeah. That you know, sounds I used good. To, yeah, I used to be big on like the green peppers, uh, mushrooms, and the black olives train. But uh, mm-hmm. lately, I've been I've been really riding just cheese, like just plain. That's the scar. The scar. Scar only gets cheese. He doesn't eat pizza. Really? Or other. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. wait, no, no, no. He, he, he does tomato sauce and, and cheese. Yeah. yeah. Scar doesn't like flavor. <laughs> you said before the show that uh he does not yeah. a sauce man yeah, yeah. you know what like i think simple I, I might have to agree with cheese um uh, i i feel like i always try to go crazy um uh, and it's always fine I, it's, I always enjoyable i like sausage i like pepperoni i like meatball i like veggies uh, but yeah, I do you, have got, you inspired me to go down the cheese route uh we after when we went to regina's together in boston we had just the cheese it was from then on that i've been uh just the cheese it's it's like good it's a good thing to judge someone by because that's what they're supposed to do right i think yeah. maybe if i were like super bougie i would say like basil you know like because that's like a margarita <laughs> but i don't think i'll say that um i might just have to go cheese right now uh my i didn't say this on the last episode my uncle swears by pops which is uh okay. pepper onions pepperoni sausage which uh mm. i've had once it's good it, it's a lot mm. uh and, has onion know, on it so there you go depending where you go that's yeah it's a lot of, like four go. extra toppings that could be a lot but uh yeah i don't know All now right. do you go edwin do you go extra cheese if you get one topping or do you just say i'll leave my topping i'll let it go no, I, I let it go. I don't. I don't ask for okay. it. I have an issue leaving anything free gone, so I would have to get a topping or get extra cheese or get a topping on half and then have mm-hmm, the cheese. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I like to get. I like to do the half sometimes, uh, but but that's usually with groups of people. I I might try right. it just for myself though. Well, the lie. issue is that I I get that and then I feel like I just like the cheese half more. Mm, yeah that's really mm. tricky right because it's like what what really are you getting any anyway if, if you already think that cheese is like the the most right right the best. yeah objectively Before... speaking cheese would be my answer right like i feel like pizzas are definitely worse without or like fucking sauce of some sort right like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. but it's like required that's not an interesting answer you know what i'm yeah. saying so well uh, yeah i guess in this scenario it already has cheese sauce and bread it's not like you're gonna. Yeah, exactly. It's not really a pizza otherwise. I'm so. not like a fucking genie where I'm like, Toph, yeah. what pizza topping do you want? And then you say, you know, you, you want and onions. You I, only, and... I give you a bowl of onions. I'm like, that's your yeah. pizza topping. Yeah. It's um, not how no, it yeah. works. Toph, yeah, you used to work thing... at Papa John's. Is that true? I did. I did used to work at Papa John's. Oh, yeah. wow. I didn't know that. Were you a uh, delivery driver or did you work the pizza? Delivery driver. <laughs> work the pizzas? No, I, no, you did both. Both. 
Okay. Tough. Is there the a, drivers uh, make the pizzas as well? Yeah. Is there know. a difference in your mind between like you, you know prep, you wash the dishes, pizza, yeah, and like a and like a pie, or do you see see them kind of the same way? I actually have to defer. I feel like because I'm not from the East Coast, uh, and I feel like, and I'm also not Italian. So ultimately, whatever I say is just from the point of view of a lowly Papa John's delivery person. Uh, I probably can't. Did you ever speak get back there and start making your and go crazy? Of course, we make calzones. That was our secret because we have the dough. We actually made our, they're not on the menu, but we would make calzones. Uh, also, one of my one of my managers had a recipe for these like uh, crazy fucking like honey mustard wing things um, that again are also not on the menu, uh, but we could make them, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely we definitely got we got a little crazy, especially in the middle of the afternoon. Middle of the afternoon where nobody's really you know putting in orders is after the lunch. The lunch uh, boom, but before dinner, uh, oh yeah, we went we went crazy there. Also, I would pop those little peppers. You know, they give oh, you two yeah. little peppers, right? Oh, I would right. just I would just munch on those. Yeah, I'd just eat those. Uh, we we ordered pizza for our last episode. Mikey and I did a synchronized po- uh, pepper pop. Uh, I got Papa John's at Genesis. Um, which, by the way, if you if you were there and ate pizza, like I really didn't have anyone who Venmoed me. It was it was expensive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, we messaged uh, so, so Toph. We were in this yeah. like group chat with uh, some of the awesome Millie guys, Radar. Uh, I think JD was there also. Just like all these random people, and that, there was one point where like we ordered pizza for every everybody, like a pretty good seventy dollars like, worth of pizza. Yeah, it was seventy dollars worth of pizza. We messages the chat like, "Hey guys, you know, just so you know, I, I did cover all the pizza. So if you want to ch- chip in, uh, here's my Venmo." Blah blah blah. Totally ignored. Everybody just keeps talking about how much, like, oh, like, all right, I'm going to the airport now. You know, it was really nice spending. No, dude, it was before then. They were just memeing. They were there. Oh, they they were just kept memeing. Saying, I mean, that's even worse. They were worse, just like, man. hey, guys, do you guys want to meet at Joe's? Yeah, it's on Candace Street. Actually, I think I, I played along to this bit. But, uh, but no, it was, uh, it was very funny. Uh, but yeah, tough. Did you, when you worked there, was that, uh, was that Washington or was that when you lived? No, Hawaii. Oh, okay. Hawaii, which I think is part of why I feel like I had very positive experiences there. Uh, well, so because, I, I mean, I, I guess on yeah. a related note, then just just to make sure that we get through all the questions, uh, Contra wants to ask, "What's your favorite yeah. memory in the Pacific Northwest?" Uh, my favorite memory in the Pacific Northwest. Also, my good friend Laudanus is here now. Do you want to pull up a chair? And I'm 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 in the I'm in the final stretches of this podcast with melee stats maybe you can oh my god it would be an honor yeah take that chair take that chair that chair's better for edwin what place did ladanda get um 2016 that's right what place did he get at pound 2016 that's right very good very good i remember because the description of the set against gravy is very funny the uh it was it was particularly formative of me in my uh in my experiences of hating captain falcon the way that he describes it now, oh, Edwin, oh. second one. <laughs> <question. laughs> you get a haircut? Yeah. Look at that. They asked me what my favorite memory living in the Pacific Northwest is, which I guess you can't really answer. But I well, will say. Here, wait, Ladendis, what's your favorite pizza topping? Oh, there you go. You can answer that one. Uh, I said onion. Dude, that's a good one. I would never get it by <laughs> itself, but it's the best topping overall to get with other toppings, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like it's hard with one topping. I am a pepperoni hater. I have a strong opinion on that. Okay. But uh, either barbecue chicken or Hawaiian, I think, are my favorite pieces. Well, Hawaiian's not a topping. I feel like that's cheating. Well, yeah. Well, none of the individual toppings are that outstanding, though. 
Mm, that's yeah. my point. I think that's what makes it an interesting question. It's like when you ask what yeah. your favorite fruit is, sometimes you think favorite fruit to eat, but then favorite fruit into like what it can do is very important. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like uh, you would never think, for instance, like, you know, lemon, like if yeah. you were a normal human being, you would never, you would never say lemon is S plus in a tier by itself. No one would yeah. ever do that. Yeah. I can't think of anyone that would do yeah. that. No, no. But no now that I think about it, that actually is a really, cause you eat lemon. Yeah, it's very utility based, right? It's really good. Lemon, lemon's oh. a great uh, top eight fruit, but no one in the yeah, right yeah. mind yeah, would ever. Yeah, like between watermelon and lemon or like an apple between and lemon. lime and lemon, right? Yeah, lime and lemon. Yeah, yeah, when you think about it, lime really does a lot of things better than lemon, doesn't it? It kind of does the same stuff, just better. So it's really yeah. weird to say that lemon is not only the, the best fruit, but also a tier of itself. But of course, no one would ever do that. Um, speaking of which, I remember it was very fun hanging with Radar this weekend. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Radar, yeah, radar, yeah. Radar. I have a really funny radar. <laughs> I have a very funny radar story. Um, radar came up to Scar and Ben SW, who were talking about something deep and philosophical, and like interjected with like, and, and I think just really wanted to say to Scar or something, and was like, "Oh, hello, something, something." And kind of like, I guess, sort of interrupted the conversation away, and then they were like, "Oh, hey, what's up? Like, good to meet you," kind of thing. And then Radar, I think, as far as I can gather got sort of nervous or something and just talked about the weather. <laughs> no, great weather we're having. And then like, and, 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 and then Squire came up to me and was like, dude, who is that guy? They just interrupted me in Ben's conversation and just said the weather was good and then left. And I'm hearing like, this in Radar's vo voice right now. Oh my yeah. God, this is killing me. <laughs> yeah. And to, 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 hey guys, to, to, so to you know, it's like, it's a bit windy outside. Like, <laughs> I don't really have a, I don't really have a hoodie right now, but I think I'm wearing kind of like, like baggy pants right now. Yeah, My radar does talk like that. I, radar I, I does think, talk I like pretty good. Scar, how, how are you feeling about the weather? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best impression. Yeah, you know, Scar is very to the point, right? So Scar's like, why the fuck are you asking about the weather? Um, anyway, to, to get to the Contra question, um, honestly, probably, uh, oh, because so much of it was just spent in class and mm. at school. For example, one of my one of my more pronounced memories was when I skipped. Um, Chad knows this. When I uh, spent a whole weekend telling myself that I would study for a final, but then instead read all of To Love Root, <laughs> which was like the worst decision I've ever made. It's such a, that it's a it's a really bad manga. Anyway, I don't know. Honestly, probably just going to Salem's house a lot and like taking the bus for an hour and a half each way. Um, that and going to BC locals and farming the fuck out of them. Nice. Did you go to a yeah. mountain or anything? There's like, there's mountains around there, right? No, I didn't ever go to the, yeah, yeah there are mountains. I didn't really go to them. Wow. I didn't go to them. I just played Super Smash Brothers. What about Northwest Manifest? Do you have any like fun? I oh, thought that, yeah, yeah, that was a great tournament. That was a great tournament. That was a great yeah, tournament. But, and, and it definitely had really good memories, but I will not say that it was particularly more standout than just some of the smash fest that i went to yeah but that's a good question contra well i've been loving these answers we had a few questions more but we can uh, uh maybe we'll save it for next time you're on um okay do one more uh, do like one good final punctuation I, mark i, I have one that I, I i think you i have i have one that i think you'll like uh we didn't um you know, no, no, no. Let, let, let me ask this one. Uh, this is from okay. Joey. Um, uh, which clips of yours on the mic, like I guess phrases or, or whatever, are you most proud to have said? Me? Yeah. Well, that is going to answer this one, I don't think. 
We'll see a moment of me. Uh, what about all those times that I said that Sheik versus Falcon is historically difficult? That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> they, I had this period because, you know, he was complaining about Falcon a lot. So I made it a point at every major. And you can probably, someone can go and probably compile these moments because they're, they're there. Um, the content's I there. I made it a point for every major whenever I commentated Sheik versus Falcon, I would say, oh, this matchup's actually really hard for Falcon. Like, Sheik, everyone <laughs> thinks Sheik just wins this matchup. Historically, it's sort of very difficult for, for Captain Falcon uh, because, of course, that's like the scrubby commentator thing to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was complaining about every every she Falcon set they would say that, and then he started yeah, doing it on purpose. On purpose, a lot. but playing it up, <laughs> yeah, a lot. And, and I did it every single time for years. Uh, so, yeah, you could probably just go to any Falcon Cheek set from like 2016 or 2017, and it was like, like that. Hey, editors but, um, out there who are who are looking for some little a little clout, free views. It's yeah, out there. Just throw the throw that compilation together. I don't know that I have anything for myself. Um, although I guess it was cool. Honestly, I don't really remember commentary moments for myself that well. But um, uh, I thought it was cool at Genesis where I think J Mook like walked across the stage or something, <laughs> and I referenced Scar's walk up slowly thing. Uh, and that was kind of cool because it was with Brandon. Scar had that yeah. moment with Brandon, so it felt kind of full circle-y. Mm-hmm. Um, but in any case, uh, I don't think I'm really a one-liner guy. I actually been kind of trying to work on it. Like, I feel like when I watch some other esports commentators, they got zingers. They got little zingers. You know, little you know what's so funny? I, I, uh, I feel like there's so many good examples of your commentary that I remember specifically. When I right. thought of this one, maybe this is because I've gone through the archives and I've, like, I've used okay. those clips for, for okay. different videos and whatnot. But I've always been a huge fan of And He's a Wizard. Ah, yes. What's that from? <laughs> really? Oh, you don't remember it. So when when no, Hbox beat PP, when Hbox beat PP at Evo, he popped off. He fell in the and he fell into the crowd. Then he got back up with a wizard hat, and you just went. Oh! And he's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did? He, yeah. What was that? That was so weird. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you appreciate that. I didn't even remember. I do remember that now that you say it. I think uh, on a, on for like more serious commentary moments. One that uh, I always think of when I think like when I think of Summit Eleven, I think hmm. the way that I don't know because it, it was so simple, but the way that you said it, you were like, "We got a bracket reset." Like it, for, even though like I'm <laughs> very straightforward. It's, like, all, it's all delivery. I'm telling you guys, it's all delivery. Yeah, the the emotion I heard in your voice was just like it was the most earnest. Like I'm just Aww. walking melee, and like this is this is so like even though you'd been around in the scene for a while, it's like. You were seeing something so incredible, right? I think that. What year was this? This is last year. Summit nice. 11. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was, um, I was really, uh, there was honestly, no, there was a period where I was kind of burnt out on commentary from like, I would say 2016, 2018, roughly somewhere in there, mm-hmm. but I've been really enjoying it, especially like, um, coming into the pandemic and coming out of it. So that does make sense if it was last year. Yeah. Well, we killed um, it. You've been doing a very good job. Uh, thank you. I, I, we, I think I told too. you this. Oh, thank you. No, you. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing. I'll, I'll talk to people about this mm. uh, when you're not around. So that, that's how you know it's true. But but I really do think you having your ear to the ground on what's happening, uh, like in the competitive sphere, what's happening in game, um, like with with. Dude, I knew who Asiago and... was when I commented Asiago this weekend. I was like, I know that guy. He plays Falco. That's insane. You yeah, I you know the piece. You know the place, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
you know the players, you know the techs, you know the GameCube controller shit, that. and you also know what's going on on Twitter. I, I think that uh, you you responded to me one time when I told you this, and you said it's your job, but I know a lot of people who who <laughs> don't put that yeah, much effort in their job. So I appreciate that. Um, here before we before we go, Ladanis, you didn't get anything. We got a late breaking question. Question oh, for Ladanis. This is from Curly W. She asks, "Who do you play in MBAACC?" Oh, CL. Oh. Okay. Uh oh, wait, is that someone I have to play at Combo Breaker? Did you enter uh, that bracket? Yeah, I've played for two days. You entered at not MBTL. No, not MBTL. Okay. She is a uh, tournament admin of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always has been, right? Yeah. For Combo yeah. Since before Combo Breaker was a thing, when it was a uh, fucking UGH XT or whatever. Oh, <laughs> whatever that, that was one was. Thing. Oh, I didn't even yeah. realize that. Okay. That was that was pre combo breaker combo breaker. I've well, never been so. Ladendis, <laughs> I'm glad we could get you in here. I was going to ask what your favorite anime opening was, but uh, that's your thing, right? You yeah. You have one. Yeah, Kyoso Giga. Coco. Don't know what that I means, but yeah. that's great. That's. A <laughs> I just want you to <laughs> feel <good>. involved. <laughs> I knew. Uh, are you are you beating my good friend Damien in uh what's it called anime music quiz? No, no, absolutely, no, absolutely not. not. No. Damien is the null of anime music quiz. <laughs> okay it's good to That's know what he describes himself as yeah also in that community they all call him chroma because the account that he has the most it's really confusing oh so the account God. you probably don't know this the account that he has the most levels on he made this account chroma 69 yeah i guess because he likes chroma oh my but God. unfortunately it's his main account for anime music so everyone just unironically calls him chroma. <laughs> oh, chroma. oh chroma's here chroma's really good and it's just like Dude, <laughs> it's, it's it's actually really fucking that's stupid. So good. That's so good. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So well, if you're ever talking to anime music players, you don't say algebra or damn it, you say chroma. Can you <laughs> beat you algebra? Suggest... Can you beat algebra and type racer? Yeah. Can you beat Leon and type racer? Yeah, of course. Who is your who's your the only person demon? in the melee community that's taking rounds off me is Magi, but I'm definitely still favored. Interesting. Okay. Well. Yeah. I feel like Dark Genix would that'd be something he'd be random. No, Dark Genix. Oh, Dark Genix is taking rounds too, but I'm also favored on Dark Genix. Okay. Yeah. I just felt like that was the type. Of, okay. Good. Good to know that that yeah, intuition is no, correct. Good call. Good call. Actually, Dark Genix came by. I did a stream where if anyone ever took a round off me in Type Racer, I would give I would give them a dollar or five dollars or something. And uh, Dark Genix and Magi were two of the people that were able to do it. There were Damn. not. That, there were not very many. Well, that's amazing go. to hear. Uh, I bet that Thank you, dollar or five dollars went to good some use amount, for dark you know, genetics. some amount, you know. Um, it's just funneling exactly into the summit run, which, uh, that's god, right. I guess we got to talk about that in a few weeks. But obviously, we had a lot of uh, you know, not this episode where we were already pretty long. Um, yeah. you know, Telf, you've been on the show, so you you know this. The ruins, uh, you know, we, we have a, a segment ruins? where we talk about do you remember the ruins? The ruins, the ruins, we're visiting. Do you remember the ruins? Blur didn't even visit the ruins. Ruins Blur just likes ruins. ruins. Oh, likes ru- oh, right, right, right. So we have a we have a segment that is officially unnamed but unofficially named Touching Grass. This is a segment where we talk about stuff that's been going on with us recently, which is yeah. not melee related. Um, yeah. I'll start to give you guys all uh, time to think. Oh, I see. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Been the most probably hardest, like the hardest weekend to come with something that I've done outside of melee because right now I have uh, I did the show last week and then I think I had like a day in between that I left for Genesis. Mm-hmm. And I got back to Genesis and I had a day in between. Um, I talked last week about how I've been seeing a lot of movies and theaters. Stude and I actually went to see everything everywhere all at once again. 
which joins Mission Impossible Fallout for the only movie that I've seen twice in theaters. But I don't think I'll say that was my thing because I have to go with Lavix. I had Lavix twice. It is oh. a, uh, it is a yeah. uh, Mexican place in San Jose that is in, within walking distance of the San Jose Convention Center. Um, one, I love it because I love places that people like call, you know, they, they, they uh, give the possessive term when it's not that. I used to, my, uh, the pizza place next to my college was Amore, and everyone said Amores. And it's great because it's not a name, right? It's like, yeah, Amore is yeah. not a guy, but I love that people call it that. So I love, I think it's like La Victoria Taqueria, Taqueria. but it's Lavix. Um, it La was Vicks, a pretty yeah. good uh burrito but what was amazing is the orange sauce i i decided i thought about uh this week and it wasn't even a connection (laughs) it was probably subconscious my brain but i was thinking i love a sauce that has a color and that's it i love green sauce i love orange sauce sauce. i love white sauce white sauce i've I've not had yellow sauce but i imagine that's good it's gotta be good it's the sauces that say like bitchin barbecue or like kick-ass ranch if they have if they have to curse i'm not a, i'm not a prude but if the sauce curses it's not gonna be as good it's the sauces that just say fucking i'm brown right <laughs> like yeah i'm, I'm brown yeah. sauce yeah that's the one i want so i will say if you go to genesis uh you know, if you you out there listener, goes to genesis nine uh and you want to get uh, if it's 3 a.m or, or i guess 2 45 or whatever right before they close if you want to get a burrito get it make sure they give you the sauce which they definitely mm. will and go to town don't, don't i think they gave you three little vials don't be afraid to use them all it was very good you, also right outside yeah. was where edwin claimed that we're the new mium that is true that is true <laughs> scar's face which is you know i think that's there's an argument there's an argument yeah but it's definitely uh one of the most wild i it was just i it's a moment i can only describe the, he was sober you were riding some sort of high yeah, yeah it was uh, some sort of high I was riding a. I was high off my own supply, and that's all I can say. But I, I just, uh, I just got away with it, I guess. But uh, any, anyways, so what have I been doing? Ah, oh, it's so tough because I was at Genesis all weekend. Okay, uh, I think I used last week to talk about Pokemon Stadium, right? We. Yeah, you did. Yeah, awful game. But anyways, I won't go into that. Uh, I'll, I'll get into the. I'll get into this. So uh, my spouse and I have been watching this Netflix show, and we just finished it called the ultimatum and uh oh, yeah, you're not yeah. familiar with it basically it's made by the same people who made love is blind which i also watched um the yeah, ultimate the japanese version though because i'm a weeb oh n- nice uh so the ultimatum <laughs> there's six couples there's one person in each couple who's issuing a marriage ultimatum to the other person and the other and the other person in the couple is not ready for marriage right so these six couples meet, oh. they have swap partners, then they live with the other partner for like three weeks before going back to their original partner for three weeks and deciding who they want to leave the show with or whether they want to leave the show on their own. It is the what? most twisted, evil So they shit. can end up with a whole different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is twisted, it's evil, but it's great television. The second or third episode has literally like, I have a, you know, it, I'm actually kind of more of a reality TV sad. show, you know, show lover than I thought, but like the yeah. third or like second episode has dead ass like one of the best reality TV uh, show moments I've ever seen. Yeah. Just like wild stuff. Yeah. I think the cast is great. I I will say I think the show near the end lacks a bit of structure because it's it's a lot of talking. 
Like a lot of the couples are just kind of continuously mm. talking and talking about their issues and going around like the same issue, same problems. And it, it gets a little boring at some point, but I think that the premise of the show is juicy. I think the cast that they picked for the first season is pretty good. I think the way that they, their relationships are pretty interesting to follow. Um, oh, it gets really messy and like kind of, kind of hard to watch at some moments, but it, it never crosses into the area of like, oh, no. uh, <laughs> I don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Really good reality TV. It does sound yes. I love that you wow. you told me and Eric about this like as we're waiting for the train to to get to the venue, and um, you're like, I'm watching the ultimatum, and I was just like, let me guess, it's some uh, dating show where someone goes, you have to throw out all your video games unless you want to like if you want to marry me, and I was wrong, but I was also pretty right. Yeah, you're you're oh, yeah you're you're kind of there. I was I was very happy with being able to call that. I I do find it a little weird that you're now uh, you're now a reality TV guy, but um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to I next week when you've got a new days. reality TV show to talk about. Yeah, I feel like reality TV was really taking off like 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Yeah, it, exactly. And I don't feel like you hear that much about it these days in the same way. I it's like it's, on Netflix, right? It's kind of yeah. Netflix, Netflix is running yeah, a bunch yeah. where they're like they figured out that they run the most like the worst things ever that it works yeah i think that's yeah. like don't you have those things where it's like a dating show where they dress up two people in the most disgusting like animal outfits they can right? i saw that yeah, yeah yeah it's uh i i, 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 I don't know what the fuck it's called yeah i heard something about like they look like uh like crazy they kind of look like furries but like it's like more effort than just a first mm-hmm. suit they got like crazy makeup and uh, horns and yeah, so I think that's where reality TV is at now, and uh, yeah, you gotta really, you gotta really put a twist on it, I think, for it to take off. They got it. Edwin, you gonna same. watch the Mass Singer? Uh, you know, I I saw part of one episode of the Mass Singer. It was just wasn't really feeling it. Fuck, is too hot to handle. Okay. Oh, too hot to handle uh, is uh, too hot to handle. I'll I'll let you know. I've seen stop. two seasons of that. Uh, <laughs> I you know, few seasons of it, and you were only just realizing that you're a reality tv guy yeah so i think the um the first season's pretty solid but they but the thing is like you have opinions okay listen i'll check it out i'm sure it's wonderful we might need to give you a, a like a reality show segment on this i i yeah i guess so this is good you should um, do like uh you should do a spin-off like reality tv rate review uh podcast or whatever good. Uh, okay so what do i do i say what i've been up to irl besides outside, outside, of, of, outside of melee irl you know just anything out, that's I'm going to singapore uh next weekend for my grandma's 90th birthday and then after that i think the next time i'm traveling oh i guess i'm going to summit but then besides that me and laudan is here are going to combo breaker where we're going to play mm-hmm. fighting games and i think oh, also nice. enter the melee side bracket yeah now that i've learned that is the thing yeah well, but i'm definitely going to like now. mostly focus on fighting games there and like kind of practice for melee it's gonna be pretty washed for melee. Yeah, <laughs> it's, gonna yeah. Be, it's gonna be good. Ginger was saying on stream that he might end up going to Combo Breaker, and if he does, he's definitely gonna like just mostly be at the Strive area and only go to melee <laughs> for his matches. You know what I mean? Mm. Like focus more on because that you know what I mean. That's the vibe. What games did you enter? I entered seven games. Seven games. I entered List them off. Strive. Okay. Blaze Blue. Yeah. Uh, Grand Blue. Smush. Oh, melee. As much as a main game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Melty Blood Actress again and Naruto GNT4. That's seven. Is that a fighting game? It's a 3D fighter. Yeah. Oh, is that the one you press A a bunch of times to do the combo? Yeah. It, it, it's B. 
B is normal, B. and A is special. Uh, <laughs> they just want to be different from Smash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it must take a lot of uh, brain power to to play. Well, you can combo break, but you if you read when they combo break, it's that one, right? Yeah, you can also. My character has an infinite, which is you just don't press the last B. Is it's an infinite? Yeah. Well, but if you get seventy five percent meter, you can burst. Ah. Oh, okay. So, but you can read everyone the burst. has infinite. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to enter fewer games, but I'll be there. Should be a good time. Very fun. Ladandis, is that your moment of touching grass? I guess, yeah. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Very fun. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to uh, to see how you guys do in, in your seven and fewer games. But uh, Can I ask you one more question? Why oh, did you I don't call think you it asked me questions. Ruins? I asked you. What? Why did you call it the ruins? You were like, "Oh, we got to do the ruins." Oh, do you not remember with Blur? Blur was Blur. talking about going oh, on Blur talking about how that Blur was talking about Blur loves ruins. He loves going to ruins. I remember he wasn't that. even about going. Blur he just loves, loves ruins. Blur goes to ruins. <laughs> that's his thing. What? I don't even think yeah, he goes. He just talked about how he loves he ruins. Yeah, I mean, you know, now that you bring it up, we it did seem kind of random. And then I don't think he was up. going. I think he just loves ruins. And, and that's, I mean, we talked about that's very beautiful. Blur might have also lied. <laughs> very true blair you mean the 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 uh the future mayor of cheyenne wyoming we actually we we picked a specific you town. It down. yeah i said uh, wyoming, there's a lot of space we can fucking and build an airport and, i mean they probably already have one he should be the mayor he's the most competent administrator well <laughs> <laughs> right 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 oh, <laughs> precisely we'll thinking. get into the whole can blair run a run a town of 70,000 people. We'll get into that oh, on a God. different episode. We're running, uh, we're already running pretty oh, long this episode. Hearing you say that that it's out loud is terrifying. <laughs> uh, that's a nightmare. That's a doomsday scenario. Well, we might get Blair on and then we'll get uh, a cooler half. Let's see if they'll prepare, prevail. Because yeah, um, we're already running a little bit long on this one. So we'll, we'll dive deep into that fully. Um, Tof, and, and I guess Lodanis, it's been amazing yeah. to have you on. Tof, Thank I you. think you, you might have the uh, the longest average episode. <laughs> what can I say? You're very fun to talk to. That's not that's not <laughs> insult by any means. Tof, and if people loved what you have to say here, where could they follow you? Uh, these days, I'm just going to plug my YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. I'm so close to 30,000 subscribers. Just Google Tof in YouTube. Just Google Tof. The, uh, yeah. God, that's YouTube the YouTube.com slash Oh my God. How many subscribers do I have? Oh my God. Do I have 30K? Oh, you, 29.3. I'm so close. I'm so close. Damn. Adam, he's bigger than us. What the fuck no. are we doing? Oh. I don't know, It's okay. Man. Golden Garden's mail is bigger than me. New video out sometime soon. Not even that's that right. soon. <laughs> but speaking of which, you know, if you, if you want to... Um, see what we're coming out with speaking of our youtube channel you can follow us melee stats on youtube if you want to find the episodes of the show after they go live you can do so at melee stats archive on youtube if you want to watch them while they're live twitch.tv slash melee stats we're over on twitter at twitter.com slash melee stats pod you can find uh daily reporting and links to our articles such as uh monday morning marth and when's melee that are going to be over on meleestats.com and if you love everything we do and you just want to support us, you can do so on patreon.com slash melee stats, or you can make a $50 bet with Edwin. Apparently I'm sure he's going to be doing that in the pound mm. Twitch chat. So if you want to do that, you can do so there. Tof, Thank you so much for being on. You are, a pleasure. Thank you so you're much a for four timer. Me. I think this makes you, and of course, five timer, no you get a jacket. So I get a jacket. Well, the, the thing oh, about four timers is they, 
they generally stay at four timers because we don't really uh a jack gets a lot to give out so oh so you might you might be at four for a while we've got all we've right got four, well listen got... if anything really exciting happens in the community and you guys make a bunch of money and can afford a jacket <laughs> we've, afford one jack. we've got aiden at four mikey just got mikey's four. at four he he like climbed wow. up there so fast yeah we've got a couple yeah, people at four right so. there they're justin at four i think also right really Justin's not at four. You're out. Oh, he's not at four? Okay. No, Dark Genix is going to get to four at some point soon, but he's not there yet. So, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe next time we hit you up, know that there's going to be something coming along with it. Great. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't believe I'm at four. All right. Well, this was uh, this was super fun. Thank you for, again, thank you for having me. And uh, no, you guys aren't streaming on. on Twitch, right? I was going to raid somebody. Uh, we're going to stop going live because the episode is ending. <laughs> oh, crazy. <laughs> uh, I guess we can jointly raid somebody else sounds good but okay uh, we'll figure it out uh yeah thanks for watching everyone and then I, I know that we've said a while ago that we're bi-weekly we are gonna have to talk about pound and we're probably gonna have to talk about ltc so we will oh. see you uh next week to talk about everything that happened and hopefully wow. hopefully talk about a pipsqueak fucking win right how about that um ah, you know what awesome. I'm saying? <laughs> thanks for watching everyone we'll see you next week peace, peace.